All right, all right, all right. Welcome to episode 88 of the Pack Life Podcast. I'm your host, Bruce Carter, along with my family. Beside me, we got my brother, Mr. Cut Carter. Cut through. Diagonal, we got my cousin, Mr. DeMar. Uh, also, Diagonal, we got a returning to the pod since I believe the offseason of the NFL. We got my boy, Fade. Yo, we got the beer. <laughs> and last but not least, we got Tom Brady's disciple, his uh, his prophet, Mr. Jalen Benjamin. How you doing, man? You know, man, I'm just blessed, man. You know, everything going right in life. My team's still playing, you know. Being, just being eyes, bro. I'm just blessed, bro. We here with fam, though. What's up? Yeah, being Talk the eyes. Got a new president. <laughs> just being the eyes, bro. Oh, we That's got it. a new president. Shout out uh, Joe Biden for getting inaugurated. January 20th, round of applause to him. Shout out to the Raf, uh, the Reverend Raphael Warnock and John Ossoff as well, as well as the senator that took over for Kamala Harris, first black, first woman vice president, first woman of color vice president. Beautiful. Everything with that, that, uh, get them student loans uh, canceled. Let me know, JB. Yeah, fast. Yeah, clear my nose. Twitter is hilarious. Twitter was talking about, all right, let's go, my boy, Tana. Tana Star Wars. Hey, y'all seen seen, seen that uh, that Back in Blood remix by by Joe Biden? It had Donald Trump. It said Back in Blood. I ain't see that. He said, we got your job. Get coming back in blood. (laughs) Nah. Yes, sir. Twitter, how you guys doing, man? We we <laughs> how we doing? How y'all doing, man? Y'all good? We good? We good? Twenty twenty one. Yo, man, good, we man. Pod, man. God bless. All right, babe. Before we start, I got like to say I finally got our anniversary date, January twenty seventh, twenty nineteen. Was when the Pack Life podcast first aired, right after the controversial NFC Championship game with against the Rams and Saints. So. Two years and coming up, so if, if this episode this episode is gonna come out before that day, but if it doesn't, happy anniversary, to us man! Cheers. First, how oh. many um great for the podcast, great for the podcast, but how many uh Saint seasons is that now with a disappointing ending? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Derek, Derek man, boys got so mad. Derek, got so mad. <laughs> I'm talking about. They got some. As soon as Jerry Cook fumbled, this household start letting the cuss words fly. <laughs> I mean, you know what I'm saying? When you got playmakers all over this all over the field defensively, you know, it's bound to happen. Hmm. They just weak, bro. They always been the weakest link. They can't finish. Never can. Oh. We're gonna show them what to do come Sunday. How you finish. Derek, why, why, why you look like an evil why you look like an evil mastermind with the damn coat on? <laughs> <laughs> he know. Drew was pedestrian. About, he had Kamara in check. He had Michael finish. Thomas in check. Oh, well, let me tell you how to finish. It's called four straight NFC champion, NFC South championships. Four straight. So I don't know. You talking about, well, you're talking about who won the division? <laughs> yeah, you're a Bucks Bucks fan. Yeah, you're a Bucks fan. Regular season? It's 03. Stamped. Mm-hmm. 03. Stamped. Mm-hmm. Four straight NFC championships never been done before. But you know, NFC South championships. <laughs> Yeah, but ultimately, what did you gain? I mean, I feel like after that Rams uh, debacle, that was the last time Drew had a good season. So well, uh, before like- we continue, before we continue, let me introduce it. Uh, we're going to do our NFL division round recap. We're going to start with 
the Bucks and Saints. Uh, the Buccaneers beat the Saints 30-20 <laughs> after a great performance by the Buccaneers defense getting turnovers and the Buccaneers scoring 21 points off of turnovers. So, Carter, take Both it away. Was the only one by 10. Okay. Carter, take it away. What went wrong okay. for our New Orleans? Full turnovers, the team only won by 10. Off them full turnovers, they got 21 points. The offense really was, wasn't doing anything. I don't understand why they was gassing. But Leonard had right. a great game. Um, who else had a great game? Oh, Ronald Jones right. played good in his few snaps. And then, you know, the defense played good. So Tom but Brady didn't play good? I didn't see nothing that made me, could make me say he played good. He had one good out route to uh, one good uh, back shoulder throw to uh, Johnson out of Minnesota. That was oh, so throw. that's so that Scotty Miller wasn't a good throw on third down. That was a great throw, wide mm -hmm. open. I mean, why was he wide, wide open? open? He putting it there. This no, is, this he didn't throw him open. He was wide open. He beat him. He was wide open. Okay, still a great throw. You still got to throw it. I mean, that's it's my turn to talk. Y'all can talk on y'all turn. Thank you. All right. I'm getting mad I'm about it. I love it. I earned the right to speak when you speak. Why? When your team out the playoffs, when you what's you when your team losing y'all out, then what? You gonna be in, you gonna then you not gonna want to talk no more? What you mean if 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 was the fifth, we'd all be drunk, bro. Look, listen, we I still say there if, right I now. When your team is out, are you not gonna want to talk no more? I'm I'm gonna still be talking. Yeah, I'm gonna still be talking. Back on track, man. Anyway. Break it to break it down. Drew Brees last remotely decent season, and the last time he never, the last time he did, he won a full season and played every, almost every game was that Rams season, twenty nineteen, our two year anniversary, coming up. Um, that was the last time he actually was at his best. Even if people want to talk about a picky through an overtime that shouldn't have been an overtime, I don't understand why people always mention an overtime about a game that should have never went there. But you know, people like to say dumb stuff. Um, then the next season, you play the Vikings. Uh, they got beat, but Drew didn't play well or the offensive line. Then this season, he played the Bucks. Drew didn't play well. Jared Cook didn't play well. I like how people try to call out Michael Thomas and call him Mr. Slants and all this stuff, but Michael Thomas been playing hurt all season. Never played, what, more than two, three games back-to-back. -back. And it's crazy, the same corners he cooked are the ones talking. So they got to see him again, and I can't wait to that. that comes ooh, ooh, up. pick me. Didn't Alvin Kamara play hurt all last season? Had a great season. I mean, a good, a decent season. No, he didn't have a good season. Actually, oh, I could have sworn. Oh, okay. Yeah, six touchdowns. Actually, but then it came back this year, and he had the most all-purpose uh, all touchdowns this season. You know, he had he led the league in touchdowns. But you know, sound like excuses to me. But sound like yeah. opinions, facts to me. But you know, opinions over facts over there. But yeah, shut up. And let the fact is, he had zero catches for zero yards. He played with a. He's Mr. Slant. That's the ankle. How is he Mr. Slant? It's crazy he got the name Mr. Slant. It's crazy he got it's crazy he got Mr. the name Mr. Slant after he broke the the reception record and he had to run slants because Drew couldn't get him the ball any other way. I think the routes that the routes that a receiver run because it's not like he's limited routes because he, he he has he has catches and other stuff that he's done. But last season specifically, the only time he only ran routes under ten yards. I wonder why. Oh, because his quarterback couldn't throw the ball further than. 10 to 15 yards. He only had four 20-yard throws in him a game. Talk mm. about Drew. Don't talk about Mike. Question for you. Mm. Question for you. Was Mike uh, healthy week one? Because he was held in check week one, too. That's all I'm going to say. You can go pull up the stats, look, how, look at it how you want to. But we had him on D-locks, man. 
So, I could say the same thing about Mike Evans, but you know, that's just, you know, one down on three yards and then everybody forgets all of a sudden. I just don't understand. And it's crazy. I remember we, I'm glad you brought up Mike Evans. Remember when we talked about Mike Evans? You said, what does he do in the playoffs? This and that and the third. What did he but, do? Catch one ball that was at the three yard line because of a pick. And Marshawn was too small. Thank you. Like I said, mm-hmm. he was too slow. He's too what? Right. He said small. Mm-hmm. He's too small. Too little. Y'all, y'all got <laughs> every t- <laughs> Again, you'll see this week. That's all I got to say. You're done? So, uh, Derek, yeah, before we move on to the Saints, I just want to know from Derek and Bruiser, I mean, what quarterback? Who do you want to be your quarterback next year, man? Deshaun, preferably. Mm. If that's possible to make it happen. If not, James, James didn't show me that he was – James didn't show me that he was great, but he didn't show me he was bad either. So, I guess we'll see. Are you willing to waste a year of your talent with a Super Bowl roster that you feel like a, is a quarterback away and bet the house on Jameis and he not be the option? I don't think Jameis could have played any worse than Drew played. Mm-hmm. Maybe in that game, yes. I feel like when Drew came back. But, you know. I mean, we won. We only lost three games with a back, with a, any other quarterback other than Drew in the last two years. So, I guess we got to see. All right. My turn. To answer your questions, Amon, uh, realistically, I don't think we'll get Deshaun Watson. I just think the Saints are uh, are way below the, the cap space requirement, but I'm sure Mickey Lemons will figure that out. So I do think the quarterbacks are on this roster, or they may potentially draft the quarterback. I hear Kyle Trask's uh, draft stock is falling. I don't think he'll be the starter next season. I think the starter next season is going to be Jameis, and Taylor is still going to come in and do some of his uh, – take some plays. You know, we got to get that different kind of plays. I do think dark, um, this is a bold prediction. Jameis could be an MVP candidate with this Saints roster next season. His oh, ability, I mean, let me then let me tell you why. His ability, <laughs> his ability to throw the ball deep is what the Saints have been lacking. We've seen it. We've seen uh, Todd Bowles dial up, tighten up the pressure so the receivers don't get off the line fast enough. And with Jameis <clears> in the game, they have to respect the deep ball. And I know, oh, I know, I get it. Jameis can't. He always throws oh, interceptions, oh, but. Oh, but if, if but if uh James always throws interceptions, <laughs> but if bro, he's in the game decision making is 30 seconds in the lead, bro. <laughs> this dude's old. Oh my zoom messing up. Hold on. Yeah, it's freezing on my end too, but it's just fade. You good? You good? But how is he 30 second in the league when he threw 30 and 30 and y'all had a y'all coach was really not he's not or a back. coach. Oh, oh I was like gonna say with them interceptions you breeze through hey, Bruce the great coach. Bro, he's better than what we had. Bro, all he want to do is go deep. And you got Jameis who literally be like, all right, and he going to take the shot. Sean not playing that. Yes, I agree with Cut. I can't believe this man said MVP candidate. I said dark horse MVP candidate. I didn't say he was going to win. I said Jameis and MVP in the same sentence should never, ever come out. He was in the wrong system in Tampa Bay. That's all I'm saying. With the same roster. He's a top two. um, we ain't never had no – he was the number one pick, bro. That's what people keep forgetting. <clears throat> we play and north and south. Hmm? His strength is to throw the ball deep. He just makes bad decisions. No, yes, that's his strength. But, you know, the bad decisions because they y'all was constantly throwing the ball pick. deep. 
with the Saints, he won't be reliant to throw the ball all the time. We have a run game that could complement that. I'm saying with Sean Payton, that's the right tool just with Jameis to um like lessen his game, not always throw a deep all the time. With Bruce Arian's system, yeah, he would dead sort of throw like ball deep like five, six, seven times a game. That's not like conducive to winning. Who's y'all check down option? Y'all didn't have one. You know the vibes. LSU is showing out. This is ironic. New Orleans is on display. Yeah, I can hear you. All right, bet. My bad. I just want to say one thing before we switch on. James is not an MVP candidate in no situation. I, I said I to... dark horse MVP candidate. Bro, his mental is done, bro. His decision making has been trashed. FSU. He's not his hey. mentally, bro. Decision making can be fixed he has a, with the right coach. Yeah, the weapon. Decision making can be fixed with the right coach. That's that's nope. a cap, bro. Yo, bro. I'm not even making arm the talent. His arm talent is, is above average. That's a fact. <laughs> right. His mental, bro. I'm telling yeah, you, bro. Like, Faye, you the same person that said uh the Baker and the Browns would be trash, and they made it to the division round. That's all I'm saying. No fact. No, 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 no. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm glad you brought this up, bro. I knew this was coming. I knew this was coming today. I studied. I said, I said, <laughs> I did say it would be trash. Fact. But look, I said, if Baker could improve like he did last year, then they would be good because they have the roster to do it. That's what I said. He proved me wrong. It's a fact. He did. He, they made the playoffs. They had 11-5 records. Like that. Yep. And he played good. They played better than I thought they would. We could talk about somebody saying we're not going to. Oh, yeah. See how people get that win? You get a win and then lose y'all the have, Y'all just lost y'all best quarterback ever. And you're going to rely okay. on Jameis. But that's the, that was the weakest position this season. It was. Who is oh, also, also, okay. loser. I want to say one thing: the Bucks did play good. That, that, that reason why they won. Their O line played terrific. They did. Last two weeks, they played great. The left tackle, I think, it only allowed one QB pressure in the last two games, which is amazing. I, I think, think O line really was gonna. Yeah, I think Trey Henderson uh, being Nick with that stinger. He his he wasn't like the normal snaps he usually get in the game. He couldn't get any. I think Cam Jordan disappeared again against the Bucks. He he tends to do that a lot. That's why he be rubbing me the wrong way. I love the way Marshawn played. Uh, he's a baller. Um, and Drew Brees, I know the the knock on Brees is like since right? about all the LSU people that did, he talked about all the LSU people that did good. Let's talk about the Florida re, the Florida person that didn't play good and was the re, only in the game because the LSU person was hurt. If Quan was in that game. <laughs> A lot of those plays where it ended up being Anzalone one on one with somebody, that wasn't happening with Quan. Is it attack okay. on me? Did you check? Oh, you say Florida oh, because I'm well. you... Oh no, I was talking to Jalen. He a Florida fan too. He he, he said uh, they Edison both they both Florida fans. They both damn Mullen sons. At the end, at the end of the day, your team at home at on the couch. <laughs> I never said they weren't at home. I never complained about it once. Actually, that's you. You bring all I mean, your body, you your, your body language. You didn't have none of this energy before. Now you got all this energy. I mean, you, 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 you yelling at me. I'm just talking to you. I don't know why you're so mad. All I'm saying is, um, <laughs> before we move on, uh, Drew Brees, I know he threw a lot in the sessions, but he was missing like wide open check downs. Like Jalen says, he's just checking down, blah, blah, blah. Well, Kamara was open on multiple <laughs> check downs on uh, Sunday and he missed them wide open. He could have gained 20 like yard gains, Kamara type big plays. So, he just wasn't himself that game. So I, I was furious at Drew Brees. You can see it in my tweets. I'm still oh, mad dude. at him. And I don't and I know they they we saw the injuries he was dealing with and stuff. And I was like, that's all good, that's but I don't a, want to hear that. I wish, they would, I wish they would have said that beforehand. But now it, it, made, it actually made me more mad because it, it proved that he shouldn't have been playing. 
agree. Demond, something. Demond, can you see what I be saying about the excuses now? How like, what team's not going telling, through these we're things? We're telling what you the excuses okay. they released, and we just Name said we don't agree with them. Injuries. I don't know, Derek. Let them know. Name me one team that don't deal with injuries. Bro. Name one. Okay. A 43-year-old with Eagles. with, with a punctured lung, broken ankle. He's 43. He's 43. Okay. Tom 43. Difference between him and Thomas. Tom never got hurt like that. Tom was ACL once. Drew played with a torn rotator cuff this year. The same injury that, same injury that he had. That's the reason he got cut by the charges for Phillip Rivers is what he had this year, a torn rotator yeah. cuff. Which explains literally why everybody was looking at you. Dang, bro, what? Karma, what did he do? Shut up, bro. Oh, I ain't even gonna say, is this a political part? Try to say something, to say something related to <laughs> politics or 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 the social social justice movements. He gave five million to the city of New Orleans. He can still be what he is. And we're gonna <laughs> leave it at that. Quarterback literally had MAGA hats and is a, a close friend of Donald Trump. I don't, I don't like him talking. either. So shut up. You shut up. Oh, you so you mad. at home. I'm, 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 you mad. <laughs> I'm not mad. You saying dumb stuff. So we're about 10 to 15 minutes into this topic and nobody has said Devin White's name once. I think he was the game. standout player from the game. He was, but we said the LSU and guys. That's him and Leonard. And this is not about that, though. This is about Bucks versus Saints in the divisional <laughs> round. And Devin White made plays. He did as a Buck. We've got to give him his respect. That's all that really matters. It doesn't matter. Everybody said Devin White didn't play good. I thought we said I mean, the LSU guys played good. Saying, like, he, he I don't understand. You want us to stand by name? I don't, I don't have but to say But why has to be LSU, though, for them? Like, I, I just don't understand why LSU has to be a factor. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, we need order. Just talking in, in terms of the in terms of the game, and what I saw, the Bucks defense balled out. That was the biggest question. Like that was the biggest surrounding factor to me. When they had to make a play, they made a play. They forced the Jared Cook fumble. They had a damn near pick six. Um, they just made plays at the end of the day. And Devin White, Antoine Winfield, who's been balling all year. You also got um, you got to give Carlton Davis his, his credit, bro, because Tyree. <laughs> Tyree, Tyree gave I ain't gonna lie to this quarter. I did see Jordan Whitehead hit. I don't know who he hit. It was crucial. I ain't gonna. He, I don't know. He bucked somebody. Good on that boy. That was that was a man. Sanders. That was the first drive too. But they really set the tone. Buck like him. when they didn't let the Saints score on the first drive of the game, and they held them to a field goal. That was huge. <laughs> and then the Saints got another big punt return that got called back by a touchdown, which I don't agree with. I thought. That was a bad call. It's a playoff game. You feel me? But Deontay Harris wasn't there. He got injured. So that played a big factor. Injuries. I Fred mean, him, you can't, you can't disregard the Saints injuries. But at the same time, as a Saints fan, I wouldn't use that as an excuse because we've seen you sweep the Bucks this year. Now, it is hard to beat a team three times, but. That's not true. I don't subscribe to in that. New Orleans, in New Orleans, again, defense has been playing elite. I mean, Alvin Kamara, best running back in the game, questionable. Michael Thomas, big play, can't guard Mike. We all know flexing everything. Injuries we all know slant, man. Slant, boy. I mean. He, sh- he showed him look hurt the week before, did he, DeMond? He didn't really. Not against the Bears. I didn't hear none of this against the Bears about no injuries. Oh, I'm saying. 
I, I didn't hear none of that. So <laughs> none. Drew Brees, Drew Brees threw touchdowns against the Bears, and it was it was smooth sailing. We good. Oh yeah, oh yeah. It was real spicy. <laughs> my team at home too, so I'm gonna be humble. I'm gonna, I'm gonna quiet down now. I just want to make. <laughs> I just want like I want to talk too. Who had two? Who had two touchdowns on the Bears? No, Drew Brees had three. Right? He threw three. I'm looking at it. He had two. I'm asking, bro. Damn. I was asking. <laughs> Oh, he had two. Michael Thomas got one, and he had 100 yards, though, right? Michael Thomas had one and 73 yards. Deontay Harris had 173. Harris outplayed him. How many playoff wins he's had? He's had in the last four, three, four years. Hmm. What are you talking about? I just at my speaking Mandarin. How many playoff wins have he had in the last three, four years? Drew Brees. Drew Brees. Go look it up. But I just wanted I to just ask went, you. I, I just went through all his playoff you. losses. I just went through the last three playoff losses. I don't have to go through his last so, three years to do that. So before, I just want to, before we get off this topic. Yeah, so <clears throat> I know just the last thing about the Saints season. So what's the aspect on Drew, <laughs> Drew Brees' career now? Because, I mean, to me, he had a chance above all other quarterbacks to boost his legacy. And the last Super Bowl ring would have, to me, put him in that number two range. I would have put him up there with Peyton. I got to put Peyton above him because he still got two, and he got the most MVPs ever. So, Drew Brees don't have one. He only got one. Wait, number two what? Number two what? Number two what? Best quarterback of all time. I respect respect Drew Daniel, man. He top five, five, but, yeah, I got at least four guys ahead of him. And then I got a few like, guys. He's, he's at like six. Yeah, when mm. a few guys finish their career, I, I like, like they're going to surpass him too. Drop the list. Let's do it. Brady. Mm-hmm. Brady. Um, All right, Jay, Peyton. we go to Fave goes. And then we're going to move on. Brady, Peyton, Rogers. Um, probably a go. Probably a go, Drew. Dead ass? Hey, chill out with the curse. I feel like Patrick Mahomes is gonna be the best ever though. He I'm saying right now. As it stands, is Drew Brees retiring? Who are the quarterbacks you would put above him? That's retired. Are like, we saying all time? Like, where is he right he now? Top five, all all time time. Like, where is Drew Brees career on his I can't put him over Ben either, though. Oh, you're the door. You can leave Zoom right now. I don't know if I could put him over Ben. I had to think. I had to look at it. So, we're talking about Drew Brees' frustration (laughs) in the playoffs, but how long are we going to talk about Ben's and his? Uh, We're not. We can talk about it. Not about to make a full conversation now. Go Faye. Go Faye. So, there's a top five all time, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, one Tom, two Montana, three Peyton, four LA. I got five with um, damn, what's in my head? I probably put Drew at five. Actually, no, Drew, uh, Drew six. I got five with um, you just left my oh, is he playing right now? No, no, he's not playing right now. <laughs> 
nobody playing right now is above him unless Rodgers yeah. wins a ring. He's above him. Rodgers is above him. All you know, I'll, I'll put Drew at five because I can't, I can't name it. So, Drew be five then. But I don't know. But, I just – I got like Drew Brady, seven, really. Montana. I don't, I don't include LA and Montana really in my list because based on the, the comp back then to me, but that's just me. What? What? I'm sorry. The defensive uh-huh. competition was definitely man, harder than The game was different, though. The game was different, but they were still elite players in their time. I didn't say that. went back to back, and he played against, like, are you? He played with TD, like, after <laughs> Sharp. There was still elite players in the league. What are you talking uh, about? Yeah, exactly. start rushing. That's my point. He played with uh, Terrell Davis, one of my, my favorite running backs all the time. Shannon Sharp, also a great player. That's, my, that's what I'm saying. It wasn't the same. It's not what it is now. I feel like it's way more parity now, as far as, except for the Patriots, they're the only people that's like, like parity the right word, it might not be, but the Patriots the only team that's like consistently going back and going back, going back, going back. Now it's more <laughs> a variety because of different of teams. That get in there. You know what I'm saying? People out there, people used to just run it back and all that back then, cause it was, there wasn't nobody really touching them. Montana was like dynasty, cause they were so like dominant. Dynasty. That was, like, that, those dynasties. I, I, that's like the Cowboys fans to me. Like they, they live on them dynasties when they had all these good teams. But to me, that don't mean. Yeah, but we're not talking about overall championships. We're talking about quarterbacks and what they did. Players, yeah, uh, y'all counted championships. You just said he won back to back, and then my tenant got Championships do count in terms of legacy. So Drew not getting one more does t- does ruin his legacy. I think it's harder to win a championship in the two thousands than it is to win back in the eighties and the nineties. That's me, and I'm gonna stand on that. So we could just agree to do something. What do you say? Oh, I think that's not bad to me. He's not mad to me. I just said we could agree to disagree. I think it's harder to win championships in the 2000s than it was in the 90s and 80s. That's what I said. Tom's the only exception, which is why he's the automatic number one. Gotcha, gotcha. That was a fun conversation. Looking forward to clipping that one. Uh, we move on to the other uh, game for on divisional round, uh, divisional weekend on Sunday. The Kansas City Chiefs defeats the Cleveland Browns 22-17. Uh, takeaways. Uh, don't, let's not go in too much in depth to the Chiefs. They, they, they ball, they ball. But we're going to talk about them when we preview the conference championship game. But the Cleveland Browns, man, uh, no Odell. Uh, injuries on the back end. Uh, Stefanski back, uh, likely coach of the year. I think um, they finally got their quarterback. They got their coach. And I think they're up to something next year. They might, they might come back because they now feel like they can compete with the Chiefs on losing by five. Guys, where you got takeaways? Anybody can go. And I'll start with Jalen. I'll go to mom. You got it. I'll say Cleveland is only going to get better. They were the Jets blunder away from being 13 and three. And I like them to do more damage with, with a home playoff game than the Steelers did, of course, with Cleveland beating them the way they did. So Cleveland is only going to get better. Now the Ravens are only going to get better. So that's really going to still be interesting for me to see. I think the Steelers will take a step back and those two teams will be fighting for a division supremacy. But I will say, I think Cleveland has the abundance of playmakers to make some noise in the AFC. I think they're another defensive piece away from being a good defense. Cause right now I believe against elite quarterback play without Miles Garrett, and if Miles Garrett is off the field, I mean, Denzel Ward on Travis Kelsey is really not fair. But, like, what else are you supposed to do? Denzel Ward's your best corner. You got to put him up. Like, you got to find something to try to do. But the Chiefs are a walking mismatch. 
match. So they're going to be tough for anybody. But for Cleveland, they obviously miss Odell and his big playability. It'd be interesting to see how he comes back next year and the approach because you can't lie. Baker did ball with, that, with him gone. So do you look at that and maybe try to get some defensive pieces for Odell? Because I believe it and maybe some offensive coaches around the league believe Odell is still a superstar. I think he could be a superstar with the right offense. Maybe somewhere Eric Bieniemy ends up. Maybe the Jags go get him for for a Trevor Lawrence weapon. They get Josh Allen, something like that. You feel me? They, I think, you you get a good situation for Odell, or you bring him back and you run it back. So, but I think Cleveland's only going to get better. They just need to build, and they got those valuable guys, experience. Huh? I said they got valuable playoff experience. Right, right. And then they'll get guys who won before. They'll get Grant Delpit and Greedy, and they're going to get some guys back from injuries and run it back. Before so, I turn it, before they I only, give it. They, they only going to get better. Before I give it to anybody else, DeMond, um, we seen it last year when the Bills played Texans last uh, year and they lost in the playoffs, and Josh Allen had tremendous growth the next season. Does Baker do the same? I ain't going to say that because I'm already <laughs> talking about Josh <laughs> Allen being an MVP candidate. Like, Number two, so I ain't going to say all that, but I do believe if Kevin Stefanski and that offense takes a step in the direction, it won't be because of Baker, unfortunately, because Baker has something that Josh Allen doesn't have, Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt. They They need 17 to 24 carries minimum, like between the both of them. So... I mean, you got to run the ball, and that's a big reason for their success, their offensive line as well. But the things Baker does are play action. Honestly, people made the comparisons, and I was like, eh, at first. But, like, you can see a little bit of Russell Wilson in Baker's game, like the undersized. Uh, and he doesn't have, like, like this year he had Jarvis, and Russ had, like, Doug Baldwin. But when he gets Odell back, I mean, I think he could take a major step, but I wouldn't say as big as Josh Allen, no, because Josh Allen don't want right now. I think the Browns need Odell, but I don't think they need to force Odell the ball, if that makes sense. Like, I feel like when he was, he was forcing it to Odell, he played bad, and that kind of made the offense suffer, whereas – and Chubb was out, too, for that time. Yeah. So if they actually just run the offense and people don't be pressed about their numbers, everybody eat. I think they'll have a way, way better team. Now, let me ask y'all. First round pick, where do they go? Because I said defense, but think about them with like another number, another number three. You talking about everybody eat. They got the tight ends. They got the running backs. I you get like, like, another like, weapon. I think they like Rashad Higgins. And he didn't play bad. He didn't look bad to me. Man, somebody like Jalen Waddles on the board or... I don't think, but they they pick twenty something in the twenties. I mean, you could be greedy and go offense, but I think I go secondary for sure. I a safety or um another corner. Well, I understand the aspect of defense, and I said this. That was my or linebacker, like a Dylan Moses, a middle linebacker. I can see that. You get him late. You get him late because one thing about Dylan Moses is bad in coverage, so you you don't don't need a first round pick on Dylan Moses. And that's what I'm saying. You got to you got to score pick twenty six. Pick twenty six. You gotta score points. Yeah, Dylan Moses is like a third round pick. So Dylan Moses, he's a good pickup. 
But I think you can get him not a first. I'm just I, I really didn't you know I don't know too many linebackers in this class. That was the first one that came to mind. So whoever the oh, best linebacker is, though, I for sure think that's a not a bad move at all. But this draft is and this draft is really kind of low key deep at corner because it's gonna be a lot of sleepers, people that opted out, people that might fall. It's also so deep in uh, receivers, Demond. So I don't think I know what you're saying. Get like a wide top three, break, break the top open. three. Yeah, but you can also find great value in the second round. All these upcoming receivers that we see in training camp, working preseason. I think you can definitely find one in uh later rounds as well. I want to be like honestly, we should be mad at the Browns not Earl Thomas just for the two years, just to see what he can bring to the team, just to build someone up like Grant. Mm-hmm. I like it. I think, I think they. I think I they passed. The point. They wanted to be with a got him. Yeah, I think the ship is sailed on. Bro. I think after the what the Raven situation did, as long as what the media was perpetuating about him, the offseason issues, I think teams don't want him. You seen it when the Texans had interest in him, and all the players were like, "No, we don't want him." So I think right. his. I think his time in the NFL is done, unfortunately. But anything's happening in the NFL, man. <laughs> I think they. If they uh, I think Grant gonna be ready. He should be. Yeah, we're right. Is it my turn about the we game? We got Grant Greedy, all these or... people. Oh, you, what'd you say? Oh, yeah, you got it. Oh, I'm not sure. Is it my turn? Yeah. I just want to first say I'm publicly wrong. I do want to admit that I was wrong. The Browns played a lot better than what I suspected. You know what I'm saying? They did. They played a lot better. And I think um, one thing I want to say about the Chiefs is a small thing. I think Chris Jones is very underrated for the simple fact his versatility is very elite. He's a 6'6", 320 lineman I've seen. Literally drop back in coverage and literally play a good zone, not just drop back and just stand there. He actually plays zone, and he was able to pass the rusher within the same series. I just want to say that was the Chiefs. And then um, I think the Browns can really dominate the division if they're able to literally run the offense with Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt. Right? I watched Nick Chubb at Georgia, and one of the biggest things, the reason why his success was so good, because he had Sony Michelle next to him, and they were able to literally – feed off different carries and have the defense to adjust different running backs. Because, like, I mean, anybody who played D-line or, or like, the front seven, they know it's hard to – when you have to face someone, you have to worry about outrunning you, and then someone come down and just just saying truck you. It's a big difference. So, like, having someone like Nick Chubb, who's a power back, and Kareem Hunt, who's also a power back, but he can get loose and vice versa, I feel like if they're able to make that switch and allow Baker to become, like, a – I guess West Coast offense is the type of offense, I guess, where, like, run, you know, the run opens up, you know, saying intermediate passes, like crosses that Jarvis is very elite at, something like that. I feel like they can be, you know, saying a consistent 11-plus team, 11-plus one team, they're able to do that. But I feel like the biggest thing is that I don't think – I think it's an ego thing where, like, how do you pick a quarterback number one overall and he not be the centerpiece of your team? You know what I'm saying? I feel like that's a big thing. But I feel like if they're able to literally just run through – Nick Chubb and Cream Hunt and to keep Cream Hunt. I feel obviously I feel like he earned extension, earned another contract, but you never he's know. You know what I'm saying? It's a money thing. I think he under two years. Oh, he signed long? He signed longer? He signed two oh, okay, so Okay, bet, bet, bet. So if he's able to stay healthy and he's able to stay out of trouble, you know, so I hate to bring it up, but if Cream Hunt can stay out of trouble and Nick Chubb is also stay healthy too, I feel like, you know what I'm saying, that opens up a lot. And I ain't gonna lie, I would trade Odell. When it, but I gotta see the ankle first, you know. So I see how he plays. I got another ankle. I mean, how he runs off his leg. I feel like Odell says tremendous value at the end of the he's with 27, 28. Anybody at his age would be 27. Like 26. 26, 27. Uh, route running is always gonna be elite. It's something you never lose. You know, it might be different breaks, but 28. He's 28. Yeah, he's 28. 
birthday, November. Still 6th. young is okay. So you know, what I'm saying um, route running if it's still there, it's just always gonna be a value. You know, what I'm saying route runners last long in the lead because if you can get open, you can play. It's as simple as that. So if you can, if they can, if you can stay healthy and be able to get peace for him, I do like another safety. I do like the linebackers though. I like Mac Wilson a lot. I watched him a lot in college. He's very athletic. He can blitz. He can drop like in coverage. His athletic ability is literally throughout the from above the out like out the roof. Like the guys, guys, athletic freak. Um, but if they can get a good like, you know, saying strong safety. I know they got Carl Joseph, but you know how he, he was getting fried. Like a lot of times, <laughs> he was getting toasted. Yeah, I like him a lot. I watch him. Watch him with Virginia. He's, he's a good player, but he just, you know, saying he's one of those things he can't cover at all. So, yeah, but I feel like there's one more DB from solidifying themselves as a a team that's going to always gonna be there. You know what I'm saying? There's teams that, you know, before the year where you feel like you, you just know they're going to be there. They just need one more, I think, one more good DB, one more solid DB, and they'll be, they'll be, they'll be one of those teams. Gotcha. JB, and we welcome in my boy Jace. Uh, you got any takeaways from this Cleveland Browns matchup? Uh, yeah, man, I was impressed on how they fought. You know what I'm saying? They came out and fought hard to the end. Uh, I understand the touchback, but at the same time, it's just like you hate to see teams lose games off a touchback rule. You know what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, they fought. I thought they had a little chance now when uh when Mahomes went down. I was like, yeah, looks like the Bills going to the because there's no way they would have been would have beat the Bills. But you know, I feel like Cleveland's just like a few pieces away. Like Fab said, you know what I'm saying? Um, they just need like a little solid cornerback or whatever that missing piece is and then they'll be right there um the touchback rule i seen there was controversy on that on the social media waves uh i think i'm in a minority here that's okay with that rule <laughs> I no, i'm okay with it too i just think I the biggest thing, rule. i don't care about it i think the big thing was the head to head that was part of the thing that be yeah. Yeah. i think that should be reviewable like the colleges but I don't agree with colleges. That's one thing. I don't agree with college kicking players. Yeah, I don't like they throw them out. They shouldn't throw them out for it, no. I understand, like, because, like, for instance, I think, I'm not sure you remember, there was a game two years ago. It was a senior. I think it was, it was not such a game. It was a senior. He had a targeting, he had a targeting. Oh, it was Clemson. Yeah. yeah Alonda had a targeting call, targeting call, like, first drive. Targeting call got confirmed. And he missed the whole game. Last game, senior year, national championship game. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's a pretty big deal, and you get called out for simply. At the end of the day, it's football. You know what I'm saying? It's it's football. It's yeah. I mean, like try to make it safe. I understand that, but it's yeah. At the end of the day, it's football. Of course, concussion is a big protocol, but a helmet helmet is going to happen at least twice every game. You know what I'm saying? It's natural. It's it's you die, you die for it, and I die for it as well. We're trying to play for the ball, our helmet's going to hit sometimes. It's going to hit that happen naturally. You know what I'm saying? But I don't agree with kicking players out. I agree with being reviewable though. That's a big thing, but I don't agree with if you get confirmed, you're out for the whole game. I think yeah. college is still be college still a little bit more advanced than the NFL when it comes to certain rules. But the NFL got them. No, I was talking about I was talking about like NFL should adopt it, but not yeah, I know. But I'm saying the NFL, the NFL wouldn't throw them out because NFL you get you get a two you get two anyway before they throw you out two person files where they throw you out. Oh, hey, uh, but if I get fined, right? Is there a fine? They're fine. Well, you get, get, get fined. You, you gonna get fined. Oh, you gonna get fined. Nice, nice. Uh, as welcome, man, Johnny Mars. What's up, John? Well, yo. We, we seven up, deep in here. We seven deep in Zoom University. We, we ain't wasting no time. We, we got we to gotta move on. Uh, Bills. The Bills-Ravens. The Bills beat the Ravens 
Lamar Jackson, uh, prayers up, he had a concussion, could not finish the game. Uh, but the Bills, they they were a little shaky, a little shaky, but they found a, they found a way. Teron Johnson with a hundred yard plus pick six to put the game on ice. Uh, we got takeaways, man. Raven season, season review. Cut Carter. I think I was the only one to pick them, so I'm gonna go first. Last week, out of the, the people that were here, Demon, you picked them. You might have been the only one, other one. I picked the Ravens. Oh, okay, which is me. Amen. Say man. But Lamar, Lamar played good, like I said he would. Huh? Derek was definitely cheering for the Ravens as he was watching that game. No, I was not cheering for Tyler Huntley on the last drive because I wanted him to do good because he looked good. Hey, man. The Ravens? Hey, man. The Ravens? What what hurt him? As they, what, what always hurts him? What's been hurting him? I think they're the Saints of the AFC. Am I wrong? What's been, but what's been hurting him? What's the same thing hurt him? Having the number one it. receiver. Yep. That's what they missed. They missed receiver. Bro. No, nah, win was bad. I heard, I heard the win was bad because I heard Tyler the win was bad because Justin Tucker kept missing. But that you know that's just no. I, I was talking about the the throw to uh, Marquise. Oh uh, yeah, the the win like made it flutter like go farther. Oh. Like, the, the game was lost to me at that point because they were never gonna stop Buffalo from picking up a first. Yeah, game. but so, so I know um, that. I'm saying it's, hey, it's a throw that could have you know saying not make a difference, but that could have been a Bills defense, The Bills defense showed up like I thought. Um, they got to Lamar. On, I'm, I was sad to see him get hurt, but I did like what I saw from Tyler Huntley. I know it's not a big storyline, but they, Tyler, Hunt, Tyler Huntley and Lamar both from uh both from uh, uh the South South Florida near Miami. Um, popping up, popping up beach, popping up beach. Yeah, and uh Tyler Huntley played at I think it was Las Vegas or one of them schools somewhere over there. He he's just like Lamar, like he's a perfect backup. Like now nah, he was fast. I think like he he was moving. He was he's literally moving. like. He like Lamar Jr. Basically, like he, everything he did was kind of like, and he made a couple throws. I was like, okay, he got something. Um, <laughs> but I'm not gonna keep dwelling on him no more. I'm just saying he he looked good. I think he'll be a great backup for them, and that's why I think RG3 got cut as well as the money he was supposed to make. Um, Trace McSorley, and Mark Ingram too. Up. I think Mark Ingram got released too. Yeah, Mark Ingram got cut as well. Um, the Ravens got a lot to build on. Got a lot of youth. That youth movement is on. So I feel like the older players <laughs> gonna start falling off, and then these younger players gonna start coming in. So. I just um, want to say, in reference to our Madden League, this shows you that we should be able to cut players and do whatever we need to as soon as I lose. <laughs> yeah, let them know. But it's not the same because people be trying to sign them and win bowls with them. That's the only reason. Yeah, you can't know. sign them, but I could cut Mark Ingram if I want to. <laughs> Mark, Mark Ingram at the Saints. I'm going to be like, hey, free agencies, you can't touch free agents in the playoffs. But then again, it's not. that's not fair because you can in real life. Nobody yeah, they, they uh, the, the Bills signed the Bills signed the Bills signed somebody that played for the Colts. No, they and they, yeah, and the Bills did do that. They signed up the, the Browns did too. The Browns signed somebody from the Steelers. No, they did it from the Colts. I believe that yeah. was the Colts team. They were signing linemen, but it's just different when somebody cuts. So if you mad that you lost and all this, then you cut. I don't know. You cut a uh, Darius Leonard, and then somebody go pick him up. It's like, come on, bro. Gotcha. Darius Leonard, though. But you'll be surprised in Madden. But back to the point, uh, the Bills, the Bills showed up. The Bills did everything I thought they would. Josh Allen played well. Um, Stephon Diggs didn't have as crazy of a game as I thought he would. But, you know, that's a testament to Marlon Humphrey. I said that was going to be a, a, a good matchup to watch. Um, I'm just, I ain't going to lie, bro. I'm just excited for the AFC Championship. You know, I, I I, I, I would be excited for NFC Championship if we was there, but I don't care right now. I, so <laughs> I'm, ready, I'm ready to move on after. Everybody. Uh, 
John, Jace, y'all been quiet. Uh, Ravens, Bills, takeaways. You got, got any fuzz, man? Uh, you know what I'm saying? It was a great game. Good matchup as far as defense being on display and talent goes. However, the uh, Ravens didn't pull out the victory due to the lack of a dominant passing game, which this deep in the playoffs, you're going to need you're gonna need a complete team, not just one side of your football team that does well and, you know, relying on that to carry you to the Super Bowl. We're seeing, like, that's, that's not going to be the case. Um, so the Ravens next season, hopefully we'll come back and, and be looking at a noticeably different pass attack that complements Lamar Jackson and brings out his full abilities because uh, they just were not on display in the loss over the weekend. So, we're, you know, it's, it's definitely a lot that they can improve on. They have a lot of young talent still in Baltimore. So this is a, a team that's going to be um, in the playoffs for the next five years, and hopefully they're, they're able to make the Super Bowl out at least one. As for the Bills go, I think that if Mahomes isn't able to go on Sunday, then they had, they had a chance. I think with Mahomes and Andy Reid's brilliant mind of, um, of, of football, I, I don't see the Chiefs losing on this upcoming weekend. So gotcha. I know we'll get to that later, but just the takeaways, I, I feel like, uh, you know, I feel like the Ravens, they don't need to hang their head too low. Lamar's still a, a top championship caliber quarterback. He just, they just need to make sure that his passing game is shown. I, I remember last season, like his first game of the year, he had a 158.3 passer rating. Like it isn't like he can't pass. Uh, so you know, hopefully they, they build weapons around him. I feel uh, like this is a wasted opportunity for the Ravens. Similar, it's not as bad as the Saints, but it's very similar because they went out and got players for a championship run. They got Calais Campbell. They went out and got Yannick and Garquay. They built up that defense because they thought the offense could fluctuate. And they got Derek he, Wolf too. Yeah, and they also they added Y'all also added him. So it's feel like the defense did, did their job. They didn't, they weren't the reason why they lost. It's just like they just had so much confidence in our offense. And I read a quote today. I don't know if it was real or not, but it was saying um, John Harbaugh is not going to go pursue a free agent or receiver if he doesn't want to come there. I said, huh? Why wouldn't you going to, because this receiver free agency class is loaded. Uh, there's Allen Robinson, there's Chris Godwin, there's potentially Will Fuller. Uh, so it's like, why wouldn't you go out and pursue a, a number two or arguably Allen Robinson argues a number one wide receiver in my opinion. So why wouldn't you go out and get somebody to open up, open up deep and like outside the numbers? It's just so confusing to me what they're what they're doing. But I think hopefully they give him a, a receiver. Hopefully, we I mean they might be like we trust Marquise Brown's growth. We trust Willie Sneed, John Boykin. Let's run it back. So they got a first round pick here. They they do have a first round pick. They have pick number twenty seven. I ain't gonna lie, I like Jalen Waddle. I just gotta see how he's running, bro. He he looked he looked okay in that championship game, but I'm scared Jalen Waddle could potentially end up being just like Hollywood in that system. I think Waddle's gonna go way earlier than 27, though. Uh, bro, I'm telling you, his ankle look. He's fast naturally. If you never seen him play, if you never seen him play, if you go watch him, he's naturally fast. That's not never gonna change. It's just the way he runs is always awkward. So mm-hmm. the ankle it looks. He looks suspect before he got injured anyway. So, but now he has screws in his ankle. It's like, it's like, you know what I'm saying? It's like he has, you know, all it takes is one hit and it's, you know what I'm saying? It's wraps, but. Gotcha. I think he can, he, he's very, he's better than Hollywood was in college. Yes. I just think. Oh, no, no, of course. He's, he's, I just he think that system, he could potentially be. Like everybody thought Hollywood was gonna be great because of like how him and Baker did it, and then he came in. He's and too small, bro. 
I don't Everybody's care. Lying. He's too small, bro. He's he's too small to run those those slant routes. He's a boy. He's too, like he's too small. He's too fra- he's naturally too fragile, bro. I think he's one sixty five, like like the most. He's just too small, bro. It's, he's naturally gonna get hit. And build his body like Tyreek. Tyreek, oh, but Tyreek is built different. Like so, like so this is like, A B <laughs> and Tyreek are are compact built dudes. Hollywood's a fragile five seven speedster, but he's he's naturally gonna be frail, bro. He, he could put on weight. Nah, he could put on muscle. It ain't nothing to it. He could put on. You feel like Tyreek throw? Have you seen I, like you know? If, if, I wouldn't if be you surprised. Put up a picture, I wouldn't be surprised the Ravens go for like a Rashad Bateman, who's a little bit bigger. He's six two. I wouldn't be surprised that happens. I think they got to go for a bigger body receiver. A little. I bit would bigger. like to see them with a different offensive coordinator, but that's me. That's my. You, but, that's what I. What, but what you don't think a new offensive coordinator would change the way? Try to change the way Lamar play. It would have to be about philosophy and getting a new guy in there that wants a Chris Godwin and says, oh, I'm a Chris Godwin away from us making the Super Bowl or beating or, or contending with the Chiefs. I'm an Allen Robinson away. I think Will Fuller is a number one if you put him in the right situation. We saw it this year. So he's staying healthy. That's better than what you got. You telling Lamar to go out there and win you a game and you throwing a Miles Boykin? And Mark Andrews. He's my number yeah, one. Mark Andrews the number one. Mark Andrews yeah, like, like, come on, man. He's good though. I like. I like. No, he is. And then his number two is Willie Sneed. To be honest, his number two is Willie Sneed. So it's really time to give Lamar the weapon he needs. And I just want to reference it again. The Chiefs went out and asked Lamar. They the Chiefs went out and asked Patrick Mahomes. They said, "What you want us to do?" They said, "Give me." Give me uh, Clyde. Give me Clyde. <laughs> and they got him Clyde. And they are back in the AFC Championship, probably about to win the Super Bowl. And, they, and one thing I, about the if Chiefs. You have a, you, if you believe in your quarterback, quarterback is going to – your offense is going to win you points. Scoring points wins championships, as Derek liked to say. So that's the era we're in. And you got to play with the Chiefs, especially in the AFC. So you got to be able to make some plays. So the Ravens got to get a playmaker, whether that's another – Receiver and running back, I don't really see that, but they need a also. I do one. like I do like the development of Gus Edwards. I think he came to be a great running back with a system. I like him a lot. Also, he's part of the reason, that, he's part of the reason they let Mark Ingram go to him and, and Jackie Dobbins is playing amazing too. You know what I'm saying Dobbins, Dobbins could be the number one, and, and Gus could get some minutes too. And um, also, think I, too, I'm back. My back, my back, go. You can go. Okay. Oh, I was just, I was about to say it, you can go ahead and finish on this topic. I had something else to say. Oh, I was just saying you know, like the thing is too. I don't think like. I'm not sure the Ravens think these thousand-yard rushing seasons is gonna. It'll help win games and secure playoff spots, but when you go to Buffalo and you know what I'm saying you can't run the ball, bro, and your receiver is running four threes, but they can't run the route tree, it's gonna. The same is gonna happen over and over. Like it's gonna happen over and over again, bro. You can't, you know, what I'm saying the receiver like Death Bryant was supposed to be the safety blanket and COVID and with COVID issues that he had and stuff like that. I don't. He wasn't really that big big of a difference. Even though I'm happy for him. I'm glad he got a job. I'm glad he glad he's back in the league, but I don't think he made an impact as big as they thought he would. Gotcha. Before we move on to prediction, bro, I do want to say one got one more game. Forgot no, oh yeah, and I forgot we forgot uh, I forgot to say this in the Chiefs game. Dirty, my boy Dirty. Dirty. I talked about him. My boy played great. Daryl Williams, LSU, go Tigers. LSU boy, shut out this weekend. Uh, 
any out any out the boot, any out the city from us. That boy bought. And everybody kind of, I felt bad. I felt bad for him at first because they bought in Clyde and they bought in Le'Veon. And I was like, dang, he not gonna ever get a chance to touch the field. And then he finally got to play, and now everybody know who he is. And that's not Damian Williams from last year. It's Daryl Williams. Let them know, Daryl. Let them know. Let them know. And in college, he got overlooked because of Leonard. He played with Leonard Fournette and Geis. So he never really got his chance to shine. And I was glad. I was glad to see him finally get his chance. Let them know, Daryl. Let them know. Last game. And we're going to start with you, Jets, because I didn't forget you, my boy. Uh, The Green Bay Packers defeated the Los Angeles Rams 32 to 18. Aaron Rodgers was stellar like he uh, always is, the MVP of the league. And the Rams, after. There's like, there's a. There's bad blood between the Rams and uh, I mean, golf and McVay. I'm, there's reports coming out that that he might not be their quarterback for the future after Jalen. What you call him? Hot garbage. Ooh-hoo. Hot garbage. garbage. <laughs> All right, Jace. We're gonna start with you, bud. What was your biggest takeaway, man? Yeah, I feel like uh, Green Bay was gonna win the game regardless. I thought it would be. Probably, I thought it would be a little bit more closer. Um, I thought uh, <laughs> defense would. You know, not contain well contain Aaron Rodgers, but not stop him. Can't stop Aaron Rodgers, but they didn't really do too much. Um, the McVeigh and golf situation. I've always said golf wasn't a good quarterback. It just um, he he's just not good to me. Um, so I do feel like they need a new quarterback. Do I think they'll get one? No, that's I agree because. Because that we said the same thing with the Eagles. Not the same thing with the Eagles, but the Eagles, they finally see what we're saying. But I, I feel like it'll take a, a couple more years for the Rams to, feel, to really figure out that Jared Goff is not a good quarterback. I um, think – oh, my bad. I didn't mean to cut you off. They paid him. Yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah I, got, I got you. You guys, I was just going to say um, – they paid him, so I think that's yeah. the biggest reason why they can't get off of him. That's a life if they would have broken thumb they did last week. That's what I'm saying. That too, like he had a broken thumb as well. Like I knew they weren't gonna win the game off of offense. Of course not. Like they would have had to have like three defensive touchdowns against Aaron Rodgers, which is damn near impossible. So uh before I let you go, DeMond, who was coach of the year last year? Big Bay. It was it was Miller right? Yeah. It was LaFleur. Oh yeah. Yeah, he, he showed why he's he's the reigning coach of the year for a reason. That, that's the schemes he did was amazing. Uh, Demond, you got it, man. I'm just going on a tangent. Oh, there you okay. go. I want, I want to say one thing. Come on, I could be long. I'm only like 15 seconds. Devontae Adams might be the, the best receiver in the NFL. He might be number one now. He might have just stamped that. Like, I also stamped. second that. Yeah, he, he might have stamped like like I, I'm fine with people removing Mike because of whatever zero catches, slants, all that. Cool, but the number one. I think it's Devontae Adams. And then my number two right now is Tyreek Hill, but that's just me. But I'm, you know, I just want to throw that out there. Nothing wrong with that list. Oh, and uh, I was wrong about my score prediction. I said, I said they covered the spread, but it would be close. Like, I I thought they would cover the spread, but it'd be be close. But I think it was six points. The spread was six and a half. I said they went 17 10. I should have, I should have shut up. Very disrespectful. I knew the offense was like that, but I didn't know the offense was going to do them like that. I'm telling you, I I think Aaron Donald uh, being hurt had a little to do with that lopsided score, but then again, a little. Yo. But they was, bro, they was doing, it was happening way. People think it's just uh, them throwing the ball when they get Aaron Jones and Jamal Williams and AJ Dillon. 
They're doing this without oh, the uh, yeah, all-pro left tackle by Tiara. They play when they made Ramsey mad. That play they made Ramsey mad. We're talking about Matt LaFleur. That was a great design. Because Oh, no, it was beautiful. It was beautiful. Oh, my God, it was beautiful. Oh, he was, he Especially was I knew I knew he was going to score when I saw Jaden start to jam him on the other side before the play started. I saw him try to jam him. I'm like, yo, bro, it's not – I don't think you know what he's about to do. <laughs> he came over, and then you – know, that was just a beautiful play design. And I think – I think one thing Matt Fair does good is get Devontae in space. I feel like that's a bit best thing. He gets his playmaker in space and he just allows him to work. I feel like that's that's what makes Devontae so, you know what I'm saying? Just so like valuable that first he catches everything. And right. then and then the ability that Matt Fair allows him just to be in space and run any route he wants to. <laughs> I think there's not a route Devontae has to run this year. And he scores, I think he's in the red zone, he gets the ball. I think he leads you leading targets. You know he's getting the ball and he still scores. <laughs> I think I think the monster staff ain't trying to be funny. I think Devontae leads the lead in targets of red zone for the last like five years, like by far. Like it's not even close. So like I know he's just like he's gonna Devontae's gonna score. Like, that's one thing we know. <laughs> All right, Demond, take it away. I just, you know, I'm happy my sentiments about Devontae Adams are now being shared. I I haven't really seen it, but I was told that he only had one one thousand yard receiving season. And my God, Mike has eight. You know, I heard stuff like that, and I heard he Seven, wasn't. I heard, no, I heard Chris no, Godwin. Let me finish. Let me finish. Can <laughs> I finish? And then I heard Chris Godwin was better than him after one fourteen thousand yard. I mean, it's impressive. I said Godwin's like that, you know, but better than Devontae? Jalen said that. That was Jalen. So. Packers are built like that. We know all that. We'll get to that when we talk about our predictions for myself. But when I look at the Rams, I'm going to put some respect on the Rams' names because they sent us home. But they're never really a good matchup. Even with Jeff Fisher there, it's just kind of, I don't know. Rams really give us trouble. But to get back to one of Bruce's questions about should they move on from quarterback, I mean, golf play with a broken finger, a broken thumb. Um, and he didn't play horrible against the Packers. You, I mean, I don't know anybody that's made enough plays against the offense to keep them in the flow of the game. But I just – no, you don't move on from Jared Goff. The guy was in the Super Bowl three years ago. He's winning playoff games. They didn't make the playoffs last year. But I'm I just saying, hit their offense. I just hate their offense. I, I just think their offense, their offense is definitely predicated on the run game, and it would be interesting to see how they build the offensive line if Whitworth retires and stuff Am like I, that. Quick question, quick question, quick question. Do you feel the same way about Garoppolo that the Niners should move off him? No, because <laughs> yeah. I feel like Jared so. Wait, what's the difference? What's the wait? What's the difference? They both are both. They run through their running backs. Why you think they should keep Golf and not keep Garoppolo? <laughs> because I, I've seen, I've seen Golf win multiple multiple seasons of success under McVeigh, like when their their defense is making we've seen them have the number one offensive like we've seen that we all seen that they win a lot of games so with the both pay too what they do they both both got massive contracts that's a fact what <laughs> no, I'm saying Jimmy, Jimmy and Jared both got massive contracts like they both got like but that's what I'm saying Jared is better than Jimmy to me and I don't know. I seen. I seen. He'll have Cooper Cup and Robert Woods. I. I would like to see them get another weapon. I don't know. I just feel like I want to see new offensive weapons that teams are like. 
I think they should have kept Brandon Cooks. The fact that they didn't have their same wide receiver three spreads changes the offense. You can't, like, disregard that. They will have a number one next year with Cam Akers. So I think they they are only going to get better, and the NFL is only going to prop them up because they're in L.A. now. So you got Jalen Ramsey, the best corner, best DB in the game. You got Aaron Donald, the best defensive player in the game. You're going to add to that. They have a bunch of young players on defense. They'll only get better, and Sean McVay is a really good coach. So I hope I hope they don't get better. But losing Brandon Staley to the Chargers is not going to help. And bringing in Raheem Morris, we'll see how that works out. But she, I'm hoping Russell Wilson be cooking on the boys. So we'll we'll see how where we end up. But I think we should slow down on the Jared Goff hate. Gotcha. Uh, is there any more takeaways before we make our NFL conference championship predictions? Anybody? Anybody? Uh, uh, go, go, my boy, go, my boy. You got it. No, I already talked about the Saints and Bucks game. Uh yeah, you missed out on a segment, but if you want to leave that alone, bro. If I, if I was in there, bro, we'd still be talking about it right now. Nah, you'd be cursing Jalen out because Jalen's making Derek leave it alone. He made it himself. He played himself. All right, yeah, we're not gonna talk about. It. We're not gonna. I'm gonna get mad too, bro. I'm gonna get mad. Too. <laughs> I, wasn't mad. I wasn't mad. I just got mad when he tried to start talking. Hey, about Jay, why? Why do you want to talk about the Saints? You've already distanced yourself from that. Right? Hey, that boy Jay said I can't do this football no more. Oh, that was. <laughs> That was it. You're done, right? That was it. What Twitter? Oh yeah. I still see the Saint flag hanging up in the back. You're not detached. You're still good. Trust me, bro. I'm still riding around with my Seahawks tag on the front of my car. I already know. I already know. Bro, I was born in. I can't get away from it, bro. I, I was born in this. <laughs> All right, my boys. Let's get down to business. Uh, conference championship. Hey, uh, I would we, like to say I would like to say it was thirty seconds of. of <laughs> um, like, can we please get that going? It's too many of us today. Like, all right, thirty seconds each person. Cause I, I'm gonna time it myself if I got to. Cause it's gonna be like around. <laughs> you, you the one that's gonna get mad when Jalen say we're gonna beat the brakes off the Packers. You gonna be like, no. <laughs> I'm not gonna get mad. I want to hear. I want him to say something that crazy so we can just have it on wax. And it's all 30 right, thirty seconds. 30, worth. thirty second rounds. Then let's do it. NFL Conference Championship Weekend. Um, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers visit the Green Bay Packers. And Lambeau Field is potential chance of snow as well. The Packers are a three-point favorite. I'll go first. Uh, I think this game will be very fun to watch. Uh, last time these two teams played, Green Bay had this game, uh, handled this game. Uh, they had the game, but then Rodgers threw them out of the game. But I don't think this time Rodgers will not make any mistake. I think they won't get past happy, and I just think Aaron Jones, Devontae Adams, they go off. I think Brady makes it fun. I think it will be a great game to watch. Three points. I'd say uh, they win 34-31, Green Bay. Jace, it's on you. Um, I don't think uh, it'll be a close game at all. I hope the Packers beat out of the Bucks. <laughs> uh, what was it called? We've seen what Green Bay did against the Rams defense. Obviously, the Buccaneers defense isn't as good as Rams defense, so I have the Packers winning by at least 14. JB, Tampa Bay fans, on you. So you already know who I'm rocking with. Um, Listen, bro. All this hate y'all spewing because y'all lost, bro. Leave that at home, please. <laughs> Talking about we ain't got as good of a defense. Okay, we don't have the number one corner or Aaron Donald, but we play well together. We had the number one run defense this year, sir. So they're going to be one-dimensional. So you got to understand something. He spit. We're going to take away Derek, the run hate. game. You hating, Derek. Jalen, take my 30 seconds. Take my 30 seconds, Jalen. Go I, ahead. I, I, I'm going to take your 30 seconds. Now you Thank can go because Bruiser finished now early listen. in Jays, but I had the 30-second timer on for everybody. I just showed it for him. 
He hating. He hating Jalen. Go ahead, bro. In my thirty seconds. Okay. Green Bay can't defend us in any way, shape, or form. I feel like we have the tools to at least be able to slow Tay down like we did the first game. Now, I think Tay going – I think Tay will have like 85 and probably like a touchdown or two. But versus him having 185 or 203 touchdowns, like I'll take that all day. But we're going to frustrate – we're going to frustrate uh, Aaron, get after him, put pressure on him. That's just how you beat him. You got to put pressure on him. And I feel like we can do that. When the and I had the score, and I and I went, yeah. What you mean with the number one run defense? Heard you. <laughs> and we got a pad. We, we got Barrett, White, Devontae. You seen what you seen what Devin White did last? Only week. person I'm scared of is Devin White. Out of all the n- you said. Ah, uh, next. What did? Okay, yeah, you <laughs> right. They shut the hell up. <laughs> Let me um. <laughs> Let me give. Let me get a score. I feel like we'll win by ten. Um, wow! High scoring. High scoring game too. I'm seeing like forty-one, thirty-one. Oh, you're crazy! I'm taking my thirty seconds back because no, <laughs> this game will come down to. And I've said this, tweeted it, talked with Bruce about it. We watched some of these games really close. You're gonna come. It's gonna come down to who wins the game on third down. And I'm picking Rodgers. Nobody, he's not getting off the field. Teams aren't getting him off the field. And take him back. And then when you get in the red zone, you can't stop him. You can't stop him. You already mentioned Devontae and why the Rams. I mean, uh, excuse me, why the Bucks do have the number one defense. Aaron Jones. I mean, he's gonna he's gonna make some plays inevitably. Devontae Adams is gonna make some plays, and Rodgers is gonna be Rodgers. So I like this. If Brady goes to the NFC, if he goes to the Super Bowl, his first year in the NFC. I mean, I didn't think he really had much to do to, like, further himself in the field as the number one quarterback yeah. ever. But, like, this was what everybody said was the issue. And he go to the Super Bowl, and y'all always was saying Belichick, and, hey, I just want to say, you got to shut the hell up. COVID. Got to. Up. My opinion, he doesn't do it this year. And you too, but John. I, I, think the, I think the Packers, nothing stopping that offense. And I, and I think we're going to see – uh. I'm I'm good for either Bills versus Packers Super Bowl or Chiefs because one of those offenses is going to force like this is about to be one of the best scoring offensive displays in in history in the Super Bowl. So y'all really doing like this? That, again? I got the Packers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Y'all ain't learned y'all lessons from last. Babe, week. go ahead, babe. Me, I just want to say disclaimer. I live in, I live in Tampa. Like I'm I really live in Tampa. Uh, so I'm here with crazy Bucks fans. On a day-to-day basis, and I just want to say y'all are smoking, y'all are smoking, y'all are smoking. Score is 31, 31, 18, 31, no, 31, 17 Packers. I don't know where y'all get this notice like this. I don't know. I've heard, <laughs> I, yo, <laughs> Packers are, let's call them and say, Packers are, we, we, we beat these dudes. <laughs> not remember what we did to the Packers? Good question, good question, good question. Honestly, did we beat them? We beat them. Them. I'm confused. <laughs> y'all, y'all beat y'all just beat us, right? That was, yo, yo, Derek, 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 Derek. Wait, 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 wait. I thought I had 30 seconds. Well, my bad. I didn't start for you. I started back. Am I good, Mago? Yeah. Okay. So, like I said, Bucks fans smoking. <laughs> two, two. Thanks, appreciate it. Two. I personally think inexperience from the Bucks DBs is going to be a big factor. 
especially it's cold. I don't care what nobody says. The weather plays a big factor. You don't want to hit in the snow, bro. I'm probably hurts. I mean, my bad. It hurts literally. You feel it immediately. I promise you, the big factor. Thirty-one of seventeen factors. You can go there, uh, John. Um, as a fellow Chicago Bears fan, I'd never wish success on the Green Bay Packers in any capacity at all. So uh, that's that's my preference. However, <laughs> Tampa Bay. Um, Tampa Bay was number two in passing this year, uh, so they they have the where they have the means to keep up with this team. But this is an MVP. And it's hard to go against any MVP um, in the years that they that they are balling. Um, so I will take the Green Bay Packers over Tampa Bay. I don't think it will. I think it can get ugly. I mean, you're looking at a team that just put up 500 offensive yards against the number one defense last week uh, in the Green Bay Packers, 200 rushing, 300 passing from A-Rod. So I, I, I see that being semi-replicated again in this conference championship game as far as the amount of yards, like y'all said, third downs, moving the sticks. This is going to come down to execution. The Packers executed last year, 12 and 4. Niners knocked them out. They're going back uh, to the championship again, conference. And this time I like them to win. So I, I don't see them losing in the conference championship back to back seasons, not with that hell of a quarterback that wears number 12 uh, for green and yellow. So I got, I got the Packers. Total score, I got them getting 30 points. I like 31, maybe 24. All right. And Derek. I got the same score as John, 31-24. I think the Packers win. I mean, I'm, I really – this is really like a, a two-edged sword for me because I really don't want either one to win. <laughs> Why but, don't want the Packers to win? Uh, I don't want the Packers to win because I know this going to start that legacy debate again. And then I know I don't want Brady to win because they just beat us. But uh, Rodgers better than Brady. I'm glad you. Oh, I'm glad athlete, you as told a, as an athlete, as an athlete, and as a thrower of the ball, yes. But Wait, he what? still in team. He probably never touched the stats that you. Empty he stats. Never touched, he'll never Empty touch. stats. He will never touch. What? He will never. He will never touch the stats that Drew Brees and Drew Tom Brees ain't had. never had a season like this that Rodgers had. Never stat wise. Brees Where is it? Show me. What's success like? Like winning Go and with. stats are both up here. Drew ain't never had a season no, like this. When with the Super Bowl? Not like this. In the year they won it, in the year they won it, Drew ain't never had it. Rogers has Every time I talk, Bruiser, it starts to play wise. Drew was net. Drew was never on Aaron's level, bro. No, I'm on Judo for a buck. He home. No, I'm saying this to say my point is I'm saying that the Packers probably will, I want the Packers to win the game over the Bucks, but if they both because we beat the shot y'all last However, week. I won my 10. I won my 10 points, dumbass. We beat the out y'all when we played y'all in Temple. What are you talking about? And y'all are home now. 10 points. Loser. We had both turnovers. Y'all couldn't y'all couldn't score more than 10 points advantage. <laughs> Were you there? Garbage. It don't matter anyway. Whoever come out the AFC won the championship. We're garbage. What does that make? Whoever come out the AFC won the championship anyway. That's that was my point. All right, all right. No, I can't even finish my topic because we're gonna start budding in. When when I gave y'all y'all time, I gave y'all time. Sometimes I gotta. My fault. My fault. Had to lose, bro. They had to. It's cool, Jace. Hey, I ain't gonna lie. The one we went to Green Bay. We went to Green Bay and Drew Arm would have froze up. We would have got our ass right. beat anyway. At least we'd have beat JB. 
no more Saints. Look, Derek, prediction. Hold on, hold on, no, no. Uh, I got to tell you something. Look up, look up Drew Brees stats 2011. That's all I got to say. Well, real quick before we move off this topic, because this is, this is hilarious. So, John, we didn't hear uh, any of this Michael Thomas was hurt talk last <laughs> week, right? Or the Drew Brees bad arm Who's when they know? beat y'all. They didn't say Drew anything. Drew arm been bad all year. What are you talking about? Shut up. First but they week, were saying that here. Drew looked good no, against y'all, y'all right? Came on, y'all came on here the first week and said, well, Drew don't look like he could throw the deep ball. Tom still got the deep yeah, ball. That was the first topic of discussion, week one of the season. Well, well, John, I'm just saying, when Michael Thomas caught that ball on y'all and they was talking spicy, you remember? So, yeah, he did score a touchdown, bro. I ain't, I ain't hear nothing about, oh, I was playing through an injury just to help Drew win the championship. I ain't hear none of that when they played the other play. Then they lose. <laughs> then he, off, he, off. he got locked up. <laughs> Sam, bro. Yeah, it ain't like they lie. It ain't like they're lying about injuries. You could like they're literally okay, getting surgery. Bro. Nobody's lying about anything. Every People year. had injuries all the time. We didn't know Kamara was hurt until the end of the season last year, and then he came back and shook back, and you saw what he did this season. There, right. a prediction. Thank you. Please. I could talk. Let me speak in, in peace. <laughs> Go. <laughs> I got the Packers 31-24. Why? Oh. I think Rogers got he play. He's one of those players that play with a chip on his shoulder. He remembers things. He remembers when he loses. He's like a big baby. So this this game, this matchup has been circled. Plus, every time he played Brady, I feel like he got something. To, he feel he feels like he has something to prove. So as far as like his legacy goes, and winning this this game means a lot for him because you know in the NFC you never know what the turnover could be next season or how much you know your division can change. Um. Well, in that division, at least, because sometimes the Bears show up, sometimes the Vikings show up. And then we know the Lions not going to show up, but maybe maybe a couple of years once Dan Campbell get them going. So I think he, uh, <laughs> I think, I think he, uh, <laughs> I think he get the advantage. However, I do think Bucks will, like I said, 31-24, it'll be a close game. It's going to come, I think this game more than, than last week could possibly come down to like a last drive. Uh, Jalen, ask your question, but yeah, that's how we're gonna do it. If you got a question, just type mm. it in the chat. <laughs> I just want just a one word answer. Um, with everything on the line, which quarterback are you trusting in a big game? Aaron Rodgers or Tom Brady? Whoever gets the last opportunity is gonna deliver. So, I mean, it it literally comes. Down I don't to know that, Demond. I don't know that. I, I like I like Rodgers. Are you talking about like on like now or like when in primary careers? You go. I'm just talking about. No, I mean I'm, I'm asking. Just in general, with like well, you're talking about over the course of their career. If it happens about, this game, right, like, Jalen? If it happens this Sunday, I'm talking about if it. I'm talking about if it happens. Oh, I like this Roger. Sunday. I like Roger. Okay. I feel like I feel similar to the Chiefs defense. I feel like this Green Bay Packers defense is underrated. I don't think they get enough respect they get because they can get a stop and force. Uh, Three and out in turnover, so I think they Johnny can. Alexander is like that. Yeah, so I think they could get a stop against Tom Brady if he have, he was attempting to drive the field. And Rodgers on another level right now, bro. But I would like to say, I, I would like to say, Jalen, you did predict this NFC Championship matchup, and we laughed at you when you did. I'm gonna just keep being right, man. But um, thank y'all, boys, for giving <laughs> me the opportunity to this plat- platform to say what I have to say. Without y'all, none of this would be uh be possible. Thank you. <laughs> 
Uh, any more NFC championship? Jalen, y'all got to still make the Super Bowl, bro. You talking real spicy, <laughs> oh, Whoa, 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 Bears fan. You lost to right. us. You can't say you lost to us. You can't say anything. Brady, you lost to Nick Foles, bro. We got it talking to you. you lost to Nick Foles, dog. Uh, wait, right. If it was, if it was the same end. result in the playoffs, y'all lose again. So We're your team, man, guys. We're your team. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. First draft right. win since right. 2003. Russell, talk to me. All right. What, what, All right. What Jamal Adams say to the uh, What Jamal Adams say to the Rams after they lost Jamal? Come on, Cabo, but your rooms you, you got to pay full price, not us. You gotta that's, pay what we, that's what we're saying to the Bucks next week. No <laughs> hey, as we move on, bring your cigars. Bring your cigars. So, I feel like that, when we win Daniel. next week, when we win next week, so like, can I get a gift or something? Bet like, me, bet me. You already gonna owe me a meal for you. No, you don't want better mistakes in Bucks. Now bet me on this one. You didn't want to bet on okay, the Saints, but you bet, bet me, me on this one. Bet me a meal. A meal? Yeah, like I want something to eat. Oh. Yeah, I want some food. <laughs> when you say meal, I'm like, a meal? <laughs> I got no meal. Fuck out of meal. All right, all right, all right. I feel like the AFC will have less controversy. So the Buffalo it Bills. It will, and we do it in 30 seconds. We can't even get to the NBA by 9 o'clock the way we're moving, bro. Well, we're going to get there, and we don't need a 30 seconds, bro. Let's just, we, we're good, we're good. The Bills travel to the Kansas City to face the Chiefs. The Chiefs are a three-point favorite. Patrick Mahomes practiced this week after having a concussion on Sunday. So it looks like we're going to have Patrick Mahomes versus Josh Allen with every, all the chips on the line. Um, I'll go first. I think, man, I would not. I'm, I'm, I kind of like the Bills to win, but I'm not going to pick the Bills. It's just I feel Diggs is a beast. With this team's not going to run the ball, and we've seen it to beat the Chiefs. You have to beat them in a shootout. The AFC Championship game in 2018, the Rams game against the Chiefs on Monday night, and the Bills offense is just so predicated on throwing the ball. Like, what's the run game? They play Madden. So, uh, I'm, 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 I'm picking Buffalo. <laughs> Buffalo going to come out because it's hard. I don't, it's hard for teams to repeat as champions. Last time was 0304 the Patriots. The Chiefs are not going to do this. The Chiefs are going to get bounced by the Buffalo Bills. And Josh Allen will get that Mahomes type contract in the offseason. I have the Bills winning. Jace, what say you? Um, I'm gonna go with uh the Chiefs. Reason being because I feel like this game, like Bruce said, is gonna be a shootout. Um I feel like whoever makes the first mistake is gonna lose the game. And I see I don't see Patrick Mahomes making that mistake. He's been here before. Um he's won a Super Bowl. Josh Allen hasn't. Uh Another thing with Josh Allen, I feel like he can't take a sack or he can't throw the ball away. He's always looking for this, that sideline catch or something like that. So I feel like that'll mess him up in this game. So I got the Chiefs winning by either three or just one score. Just one score. All right, uh, JB. You're on mute, JB. Zoom University. Right, he's not ready. All right, Fave. Oh, who you have winning, Faith? Um, I got Chiefs 28-35. For a fact, I think no one on the Bills roster can guard Travis Kelsey. I just find that, like, I just think – I don't think they have a safety or linebacker that they can put on them. <clears throat> oh, my bad. Excuse me. Even though I like Javier oh, White, I feel like I count for Tyreek Hill, too. And I feel like Le'Veon and the running backs going to have a big – and your homeboy, your homeboy, y'all call him? Y'all call him? Dirty. Dirty. I feel like they have a big, um, big game. I feel like they, they, they come correct and they run the ball. Just if they get sixty yards on the ground from both of them, it's gonna be a big deal. 
And I just feel like I don't know. I just, I just, I just can't bet against Patrick Mahomes. I just I just can't. So 35-28, Chiefs. I felt the same way. I just think they could do it. Uh, JB, are you ready? Yes, I am ready. Just we got winning, man. He's over here. Um, can y'all hear me? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you good. All right. Hold on real quick. Let me see if I can. All right. Well, <coughs> DeMond, you go. Let I'm going to go ahead and take the Chiefs, man. And the game script, the way I see it, is not going to come down to a high-scoring affair. Both of these offenses are prolific, but this is playoff football. And these defenses are vastly underrated. You're talking about Tyran. You're talking about Chris Jones, Micah Hyde, Trey White. They're going to make plays. I don't see turnovers, but I see it being a good defensive stand. Third downs mean more now in the playoffs than they ever do because you got to value your offensive possessions. And at the end of the day, I like the Chiefs to score more points. As Fave said, Travis Kelsey is going to do his thing. And when you look back at the matchup that these two teams had in week six, Chiefs won 26-17. The game script was for them to run the football. And I think we could see them get back to that formula because to me, when I watched the Chiefs this year, I've seen them win a game in all types of fashions against the Panthers, against um, Las Vegas. Yeah, when they beat the Raiders, when they beat the Bills, they can put up points or they can run the ball. In week six against the Chiefs, I mean, against the Bills, and I know this was off COVID and rescheduled, but at the end of the day, you play the game. Cloud Edwards Hilaire played the game and had a career high 26 carries and 161 yards. So the game dictated them keeping Josh Allen off the field. They finished with 245 rushing yards. Tyreek Hill had 20 yards. Travis Kelsey had 65. And Josh Allen threw a pick, and he only had two touchdowns. So the game wasn't predicated on what the Bills wanted to do. And at the end of the day, I think Andy Reid is going to school McDermott. It'll just be a lesson and for them to take a step forward. But I'm not picking against the Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes and Tyran. Give me the Chiefs. And I think we see a State Farm commercial uh, Super Bowl with Patrick Mahomes and Aaron Rodgers. All right. JB, are you ready? Yeah, I mean, bro, it's obvious. Like, you can't go against the greatest quarterback in the league right now. Um, Patty and them boys by Lisa Doug. I mean, Bills are a dub. Like, a dub. Yes, a dub. A dub. One dimensional offense. My brother had to leave. He had enough of it. (laughs) I thought thought Darren left. A one-dimensional – they have a – the Bills have a one-dimensional uh, offense. So – and the Chiefs' defense has been playing, you know, fairly well. And I feel like they have the tools to be able to hold them in check without a run game. Um, <clears throat> with that being said, I don't feel like the Bills – I don't feel like anyone in the NFL can really stop the Chiefs. So, I mean, that's why I got it going by a dub. But, I mean, it's not too far-fetched. I mean, we've seen the Chiefs put up points in bunches. So, yes, Chiefs by a lot. Uh, John? Dub, though? Damn, a dub is a lot, bro. <laughs> you got it, John? Uh, Give me Patty, bro. What? Okay, last season, AFC Championship, the Titans made this incredible run from the wild card, just like the Buffalo Bills. And they get to the conference championship, and who they face? Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs, and they knock them out. So it's not going to be any different this year, especially now having a Super Bowl under their belt. I know most of these players' belt in the defense for Kansas City is amazing. They they aren't like a, a scrub type of defense. Yes, the offense is that elusive, so the defense don't get recognition as much, I feel. 
But the defense is still very, very capable of being uh, Super Bowl caliber. So I got the Chiefs winning. And I think for the Bills, you know, they are one-dimensional, even though that one-dimensional, one-dimension rather, is super dynamic. It's just like like the moderator stats in their first matchup. When you when you have a team that can beat you multiple ways and you rely on one to win, it's just not the best complement of football, especially in a conference championship game. So I don't think it's a 20-point blowout like my friend Jalen here is expecting, but I, I do believe that the Chiefs are going to find a way to win by 10. Like, they in a wild card game, when they play the offense, they allowed 24 points and damn near lost to the Colts. Last week, we're like, oh, the defense spot. They were playing a, a passing offense that is legit non-existing. So we can't really say this defense is five shots to Taron Johnson. I mean, he's definitely dope. And the, and the Bills defense has been playing good all year. But, like, we can't look at last week's matchup against – a run dominant. When you know a team is going to run, you can stop that and say, oh, yeah, they, they have a defense that's enough to beat the Chiefs. I don't think that's possible. Like, a healthy Patrick Mahomes is going to the Super Bowl again in 2020-2021 season. So, that's it. And cut Carter, last one, Ali. Uh, I like the Bills team a lot, but I think they might be they might be in a position like the uh, Chiefs were last year. Where they uh Chiefs brought in a, another running back, I think that might be where the Bills end up being. Maybe Najee Harris if he falls, well, he's not gonna fall. Maybe um Travis Etienne or something like that. Um, because running backs don't really go that high in the first round. So I got the Chiefs um as long as Mahomes play. If Mahomes don't play the Bills, I got the Bills for sure. But I think 100% he's gonna play. I don't. I think even if he isn't out of concussion protocol, he still plays. Um. So I got, I got that. Chief, he wouldn't, uh, but I got you. My bad. I mean to cut you off. <laughs> you said he wouldn't? Yeah, if you're not out of concussion protocol, they're not gonna let you play. But I get what you're saying. Yeah, I get I, what you I do get what you're yeah, saying. Yeah, it's like I feel like they're gonna they be the NFL know what they be doing. Um, I got the Chiefs winning by 14. I think the Bills I think pretty highly of the Bills defense. I just think when Tyreek and Kelsey get it going, Mahomes in motion, the running back, the running game is there. You can't beat them. Not with not. You, well, you're not gonna match them. And I think every week, Tyron and that defense shows that they're the slept. They're the most slept on every week. All right, all right. That was fun. Oh, uh, Demai, you was on mute. What you said? Oh, you good. That was fun. A lot of heated discussions. A lot of heated debate. Uh, Jace, uh, what you got, buddy? He's on curse. That's good. On That's curse. Good. This is JB, all right? <laughs> I'll mute yourself, brother. I got a question for you real quick. Just don't curse. <laughs> I'm not. Well, it, it might. No, I'm not going to curse. I don't think it's a cuss word. Listen, just, if it, just imagine it snows in hell, right? And Tampa Bay wins, right? Do you think that y'all have a chance of beating the Chiefs? Since y'all saying, you saying they beating the Bills by 20? I mean, if you looked in the the sacred chat that we have. I said that um, either team coming out the NFC will be losing to uh, Mahomes. You know, I'm all about bigger picture. Um, yes, Tampa Bay is my team, but I will never in my life root against a black quarterback. I don't care what you say. It's not happening. But you, so you're, rooting, you're rooting against Rodgers this week. It's right. <laughs> what do you mean? Yeah. Rodgers ain't black? 
blacker than blacker than Brady. <laughs> a lot blacker than Brady. This is hey, true. Hey, payback's your question. I know you hey, that boy's so, I'm 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 more of a fan of Aaron than I am of Tom now. Let the record show DeMond knows this. <laughs> Wait, quick question, quick question. Snow and snow and rain hail in Florida? Nah. Like what do you, what do you mean? No, like he's, they, he's, saying, he's saying like it, 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 the only way it's the same. Same. is if it snows in hell. Like it ain't a snowball we, we, chance in hell. Oh god, what, what are we coming to? All right. <laughs> um before we move off of football, you guys. We're going to play the one-word game. Just describe how you feel about this situation in one word. The Eagles are hiring Nick Sarandi, the Colts offensive coordinator, to be their new head coach. Uh, one-word game. Uh, my one word will be okay. Unexpected. Distasteful. Ass. <laughs> Foundational. Compelling. Winstermania. All right. Um, other NFL news. Has Dwayne Haskins signs with the Pittsburgh Steelers. One word game, one word game again. Um retribution. Power. Starter. Starter. Revenge. Black question. JC, the last one. Oh, cool. <laughs> Y'all. <laughs> this is a good segment. Did I have put black power together? Did I say black power? And that's not a one word, JB. Trying to hyphenate. Word, you know, Barkley, people put I it, said starter because I think Ben retiring. Y'all think Ben gonna retire or no? <laughs> Jalen, Jalen, mm-hmm. uh, Charles Barkley. <laughs> Talk about I got one word: Steve Nash, Chris Paul. <laughs> 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 Last but not least, the college football uh, playoff championship game. We didn't talk about it last week. Three words or less. Alabama defeated. <laughs> Uh, Ohio State in a blowout. Uh, Demonte Smith declares the draft. All that. Alabama's Alabama spa. Three words to describe that game. I swear we talked about this last week. No, we didn't. The Two. Alabama Invitational. Too many stars. Uh, Are you surprised? I was like, oh, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I go, LSU is better. Bro, what? Bro, yo, someone, yo, delete that clip, bro. We ain't <laughs> no, I'm about to curse. We're not, we're not running that. Our championship better. Yeah, it is. I, I can feel that. I relate. I relate to that. I felt that. Can that be a topic next week? Huh? Yeah, we'll do that next week. We'll do that next week. was better. Okay, bro. We'll do it next week. We'll do it yeah, next we'll week. do it next week. Uh, JB, John, J- and uh, Jake. Y'all know Fave gonna hit out on LSU and any chance he gets. It's, it's, <laughs> Florida hate on LSU what, what? because they they actually we actually have a real rivalry, but then they don't hate on Alabama because they know they can't mess with them. We can. Oh, yo, bro. nobody yo, can mess wait. with Alabama. Wait, 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 Bruiser, 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 right? I want to do a fact, right? 
Auburn and LSU beat Alabama more than y'all. We could beat them. No, bro, bro, bro. Cut. Just chill. Just chill. <laughs> Just My man chill. speak. Chill. Let him speak. He let you speak. I was talking chill, to Jay. No, Jay the Florida fan. So he's cool with me. That, that's a friendly fact, right? So we're going we're to continue talking. I want you to Google how many appearances y'all got at the championship game and how many y'all won. Then you come talk to me, right? Thank you. Y'all are in the East. Y'all are in the East. Y'all are in the East. It don't matter. It's only three. Over it's only been three good teams in the last twenty years. It's okay. Oh it's only you been can't three beat one team. It's in Florida, you Tennessee, and in Georgia. That's it. What? We can't be who? Jenny, you say you can't be one team like it's not Bama, bro. What are you talking about, dog? Yeah, like nobody can beat them. Bro, and they don't. And, and then it's crazy. Bro. They say that, and then they play them, and they get beat. I don't bro, get there's it. There's no team like Bama built in the East, bro. That's just plain facts, bro. There's no team in the SEC East built what? like Bama ever. Y'all for real? Bro, to who? <laughs> the closest <laughs> team is LSU, maybe, and they and they took steps. LSU is the so West. I don't know. LSU is the West. All right, we're I mean, the, in the West, LSU. and we're the closest team to. T- we're the only LSU. team that but can the beat them. Team is really Auburn. No, oh, no, A and M. Fuck. A and M. Fake y'all. What do you? What? Y'all freaking trash. Wait, 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 it's crazy. We beat them. I just thought about it. We just beat them. What a rookie. Why did y'all beat us? Oh, we throwing shoes? Why did y'all beat us? Be for real, bro. Be be for real. We didn't even take y'all serious. What A&M y'all talking about? Florida A&M? Florida SEC football. Florida A&M. I'm just saying blasphemy. Y'all saying blasphemy. Did y'all just get smacked in y'all bowl game? No way. Did y'all have a bowl game? We opted out the bowl game. We opted out the bowl game. No, All right. Are you funny? We self-banned out the bowl game because we had allegations. Coach is going to get fired. Why are we entertaining this? They just said. The SEC is weak, dog. We knew this. Why are we entertaining this? Quick question. Ready? From what? Oh, their allegations. Players was doing stuff they shouldn't have been doing. Um, you gotta talk oh, about never mind. I got ten seconds left before I meet everybody and move on to NBA. Oh, okay. You got ten what? Ten seconds. seconds. Cool. Let me get this off. How's the SEC's SCEs anywhere near close when it's only Florida and Georgia? How you when asking the question? SC you West, only got ten seconds. SEC West, you got A and M, you got Bama, you got o, you got you got Auburn, and you got LSU. All right, all right, all right, all right. To basketball, finally. NBA takeaway through week five. Um, the big news is Harden to the Brooklyn Nets, and they won their first two games, then lost last week and last game against Colin Sexton, the young boy from Pellbrook High School, in a close double overtime game. A lot of NBA takeaways. Uh, I'm gonna start with you, John. What was your big, biggest NBA takeaways through last through uh, last Thursday to this Thursday? Yeah, we're 11, 12, maybe now for most teams, some teams 13 games in. Uh, COVID is hitting hard. A lot of a lot of games are being postponed and rescheduled. So that leaves a lot to be seen as the rest of the NBA plays out. I'm just, you know, I'm just curious. Like, it's so many games being postponed. I mean, somebody is playing with COVID. Like, literally, there's somebody on the court playing with it. And you don't know because it's asymptomatic. So I, I just think that's kind of wild, like, you know, just the whole concept right now, playing in a pandemic. You know, I, I hope that the players can stay safe in their families, but 
to keep it objective about the sport itself, shout out to just a few teams. Um, the Jazz look really good. Six straight wins under their belt. Second team in the West. They don't seem like they're slowing down. So, uh, you know, it's, it's going to be exciting to see how they make this playoff push and how far they'll go. I don't know if they'll beat the Clippers or the Lakers personally, but I do think they have they have probably what it takes to get to the conference ship. So we'll see that. Um, the Bulls are on a rise. You know, Zach Levine is balling. One of the top shooting guards this year in the league. And Billy Donovan is doing a terrific job. In fact, the Chicago Bulls of any team last year have the highest uh, increase in points per game um, offensively. So last year only averaging 102 points, now they're averaging 111. That's, a, that's like a nine and a half point jump, the highest in any team. So shout out to Billy Donovan. And then my last takeaway, uh, if I had to predict like a front runner for the MVP right now, uh, I ain't gonna count. I ain't gonna count. Paul George kind of hooping. Paul George low key got them boys hooping. Uh, uh, excuse and, me. And he had a career high to assist last night, and they're winning games. So when you think about the the player that's playing the hardest and allowing their team to win, I, I do see either like Giannis maybe or or uh, Paul George for and maybe Playoff maybe Pete? Lamar. Yeah. Whoa. I mean, no, not playoff, not playoff Pete. Regular season piece. Regular season. <laughs> Bro, he was an MVP. He was top two in MVP did you, two years did ago. You why say why, that is, this, Paul why is this like, oh, what are you talking about? He, when he was MVP top two finalist. Yeah, literally but I have two a, years you ago. said Paul George so is the front runner? One of the front runners, yeah. He's not even up there, bro. He okay. is. Nah, he is. <laughs> yeah, Joel and B, Jokic, no. LeBron. Jokic is above AD. Paul George. Jokic, Stop they're it. not even in a playoffs. Stop it. He's they're literally averaging a triple-double. The Clippers are the number one seed. Playoffs. They're not The Clippers are the number one seed right now. And they Paul George. They were last season. Y'all, 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 y'all hating. I just seen all the hate. Because, Jace, you ain't even watching basketball. Shut the hell up. You just talking. Can I ask a question? I got that. question? Can I ask a question? I'm going to go real quick while I have the ball. I watched the next game. They they didn't defend nothing. So that, they got to improve off that. Steve Nash got to improve off that. But Kyrie and Kyrie. Kyrie scored 38. KD scored. No, KD scored 38. Kyrie scored 37. And Harden had a 20-point triple-double. But all of them played 48 minutes. So they got to get some depth. They're going to need Spencer Dinwiddie back. And you would have liked to see them keep Jared Allen, but – my MVP I got an idea to get right that. My MVP front runner right now is Kevin Durant. It's coming back, averaging 30, only seconds rather than being on scoring. But <clears> it's, <throat> I mean, like, the Nets are nine and seven. They're only going to get better. Harden and Kyrie are only going to get better. So, But I would like to see how they um, manage minutes better, who they're going to do some of these lineups with. Landry Shamit could get some more minutes. Like I said, they're going to get Dinwiddie back. And they could bring somebody in. I mean, it wouldn't hurt to try to look at the trade market because right now, AD and Montrez going to eat you up, even if you get to the final. So, I will say that. JB, what was the scenario you had in mind? I'm just, I, I'm just baffled by the Paul George thing. But he's second in three I, point percentage this year. He's shooting close to fifty percent behind the line, and their team is I winning games. Not to mention, he's having a really great season. And almost top three in steals. I just don't understand, like where the hate, like the bottom. John is It's not, not about hate. Number one it's not seed. about hate, but I would pick Joel. I would pick Joel over him. True. I would definitely pick Joel over him. Jokic, they're going to be 
a playoff uh-huh. team, I would definitely put right in the now, conversation. He's the Nuggets are seven and seven. Talking about right now, Jay. He's not talking about What do you mean? There's a lot of teams that are seven and seven. They don't have great records right now, but we know they will. Did you hear me? The the Nuggets are sitting at the tenth seed in the playoffs. I mean, in the in the standings, they're seven and seven. And the Clippers are How number, many games one, in the season? number one seed at 11 and four. That's 14 yeah, games. 14 games. Jalen is saying games right now, season? not they're going to win it. <laughs> right, well, right now. I feel that, but I don't like that, though. Like, Paul George. Because you're hating on Paul like, George. Bro. Just say it. Bro, not hating. there's not, not hating just one him. finalist for MVP. There's three. So even if I said one, why are you trying to make the debate that, oh, Paul George, like, it's three finalists. So if I said one person, you could say, oh, okay, Paul George, yes. But I also like to add Joel Embiid, but you're trying to discredit my whole take. Is not what's going to happen right now, dog. Especially when they're the number one seed. Yeah. Like, uh, makes no sense. Yeah. Oh, oh I thought Joel. I was Jalen left. Ooh, I wanted to. KD. <laughs> I thought was Jalen well. left. I said, oh, I said, oh, we getting testy. I'm just saying. That's my question. What's your question? So I just want to say my take is I think my Tony going to ruin another team. I just feel like anything he touched. Just doesn't win rings. We're on the net. Huh. Yeah, I just really feel like <laughs> I don't know. I just it's just it's just one of those things where like I just feel like I I personally don't want him on my team. I just feel like every team he has goes the same course. You know what I'm saying? They score a lot of points. They're very flashy. They win a lot of games. But then when it comes to you know what I'm saying that the playoff time, it just never works out. The closest he came, I think, was the year he had Chris Paul. I think they were, they were like, what, two games away from the conference championship? Or they weren't in the conference championship, right? That yeah, year? they were two games from Babe. the finals. A game away from Babe, the finals, I think. Babe, before you keep rumbling and rumbling, Mike D'Antoni has never had a player as good as KD. He's never had huh. three uh, yo, players bro. as good as – Bro, come yes. on, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. And they're in the East. They're in the East. And he's not Shut even the coach. Up. He's not Shut even a coach. What up. the hell are you talking it wasn't about? your turn. You had your turn. Stop talking. <laughs> hey, hey, Bruiser, Bruiser, uh, side note. Can you edit him out when I'm talking, please? I just don't want, I just don't like the vibe he gave when I was talking. <laughs> I got you. Thank you. Yo, DeMont, yo, bro, yo, can you mute DeMont, please? May I have a request to mute DeMont? Got him. Thank you. I appreciate that. So like I was saying, because it was my take, not DeMont and Faith's take, I personally don't like D'Antoni. I don't like anything he touches. I feel like he just his, his system just doesn't work to win championship games. So I asked y'all, now you can talk. Bro, yo, Damon, is he talking? Oh, I'm my like brother. Talking. My bad. I'm my brother. Oh. I'm my brother. <laughs> so I just feel like the question I'm asking is, would you do you feel like it's gonna be the same thing that happened with the previous teams that D'Antoni has been associated with? Now you can talk Damon. Didn't he coach Kobe? So how KD the best player he ever coached? I might be. I might, I, I, I love Kobe. Love Kobe. That's another conversation for uh, uh, KD. I, I might take KD. That might be me. And like I said, my my point. I Kyrie, might look, take Kyrie, Kobe. Kyrie, no I like I like KD. I, I love Kobe. My maybe my favorite player of all time, but I like KD. Love his love Kobe's mentality and what he meant for the game. <laughs> Rest in peace. No, seriously though, for real. Like, but I really might have to take KD over uh, Kobe for real. For real. You heard that, Jace? Coming into 
Jay's finna. I'm gonna make Jay's curse. Yeah, he's about to go stupid. Hey, bro. Not even. You heard they said Jace. Damon and Jalen said they'd take KD over Kobe. <laughs> okay. Uh, that Kobe B right there? Yes. Bro, I'm going to keep it being, bro, because I love <laughs> I love Kobe. was top three, Uh, one of my favorite players. Top three, yeah. Top three, for sure. Top three, one of my favorite players. Like, for I love Kobe. But KD, bro, like, he's seven foot and can do everything. <laughs> y'all saying he's Jordan not top three no he's more? Top Nobody say y'all saying Jordan not top four no more? Top three no more? Kobe was – Kobe gave us everything, bro. Like, the 81-point game, all the moments, like, we'll never forget that. But if we talking about skill, skill-wise, and, like, everything else, bro, he's better. Okay, defensively, you, you make could be a better scorer, but you don't make you a better player, in my opinion. I mean, because I think Steph, I think Steph is a top three scorer. I think Harden's the second best scorer. I think KD the best scorer, but I don't think they better than LeBron. LeBron, you know what I'm LeBron's a different animal. He he can do anything. But Kobe not. Kobe can do any and everything. Kobe can make his teammates better. Kobe, I've seen Kobe was a different animal in the same beast. The thing is, Kobe didn't have to make his team better to, to win. Okay, so to win, Kobe needed Shaq, right? To win them three, three rings. Because he wasn't the needed Kyrie. teams when they won them, when they three-peated. Look, look, at your, look, at your, look how you bring up Kyrie for no reason. Oh! But it's it's a fact. Please mute this, bro. What is he talking about, bro? He wasn't the best player on that team when they won three rings. The last... As to, I give it to him. He was the best player. Wait, wait, wait. You talking about people needing people? Like KD came on a team with three All Stars. He was the best player though. So I'll tell it. Let y'all tell it. Draymond ain't none. So he was the best player. Though. Let he was the best player, but they didn't need him to win. Let y'all tell it. And then, and then, and then, they needed him to beat LeBron after LeBron beat them. But they already were successful without him. Well, well, let Derek tell let let Derek tell that Andre Iguodala was the Warriors' best player, so they needed to to no, get no, Kevin Durant, LeBron. Let Derek tell yeah. it. He did say Iguodala was the best. I have not gave me one viable reason. He did not say that. Ruther, I need you to pull the clip up this week uh, when Derek Carter, quote unquote, said Draymond Green was a role player. He said he is a role player. The podcast is off the rails. These are not current NBA takeaways. <laughs> I just want to know why they said they're taking. Well, why would he not be a role player? Kobe, You're a role player. When, when you you know you know how you, you determine somebody's a role player when you take away other players and they can't do anything. Oh. No, not at all. What, what makes a role player? Without Steph and Clay last year, what did he do? What makes he a role player? As well. what, what's your definition of a role player? Okay. Then let's hear. Bro, who they have when they team? That's what a role player role is. That will make you a role player if you can't play without superstars. Hey, we need a role player. Hey, hey, hold on. We need to we need to recalibrate. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I had to meet everybody. Hold on, hold on. All right, let's we stumble upon a good conversation. Uh, let's define a role player. What is a role player in today's NBA? I'll start. Fabe. Okay, we're gonna go Fabe, then cut. Fabe, take it away. A role player is a player you bring in certain situations and certain lineups to play a role 
on a scheme that you have. Draymond is a starter and a star of that team. He plays regardless. A role player doesn't get 48 minutes on a day-to-day basis. I've never heard of a role player getting 48 minutes on a night-to-night basis. And, Fabe, can I add one thing to your point before Derek? No, you cannot. It's my turn. Hold on. Hold <laughs> Thank on. you. I, I bro, you. not that's the clip over, bro. <laughs> Anyways, how just because you're a starter don't mean you're not a role player. You play your role. Kyle Corver used to start in the NBA. His job on that all-star team with the Hawks was to shoot threes. He was a role player. He also played 38 minutes in games. He that's is a role cool. player. He, you take away the other players, and they, what what do they bring to the table? What what do they do? Bro, bro, he's a bro, role player. Bro, bro. How? Kelly Oubre starts. Kelly Oubre starts, right? Is he a star on that team, yeah, or does he play a role? Playing his role, Are you, right? You, you're comparing your role players. players. Draymond Green. Hey, we gotta we gotta be one at a time. This is Zoom. We can't talk over each other, guys. Just let y'all know. Role player. A role player is a. Role play don't mean you're not good, but he plays a role. Last season when they didn't have nobody, what did he do? Are you asking me or are you are you like? <laughs> that was a question. You? I want to respond to that one. <laughs> okay. what, what, what did he do? Okay, he didn't play as his, he played former season, but that's a why. Team. But why? Because the players were missing that may let him let him thrive and look good. So He's okay, so be like, how's that fair? So when so when Steph is losing because he has nobody, is he a role player then? What? You can, you can, when Steph is when his teams are losing, and Steph has nobody, right? Like the Warriors losing. Steph losing, but Steph got 30, 40 points. Steph doing his contribution. Steph doing what he's gonna do. But he's losing. He, he's not really like, like I don't get like Draymond without so are you boys, playing, I'm not doing anything. You, he wasn't getting assists, he wasn't getting do you want Draymond? Do you want Draymond to drop 40, 40 a game? Is that what you're like? That that was qualifying him for him to be a star? To be a star, he could be a he's the defense defensively, he could be a star. But you saying he's a star in the NBA, I just don't see it. How is he not a star? He's a star for you, his you market. Can't, you he's can't an emotional him. leader for his team, yes. But he is not a all he well, he was an all-star. He did make an all-star game, but that was because of because of team so success. That, therefore, he's a star. No, he made all-star because of team success. Kyle Corbett also an all-star. We're gonna base it on team success. Jeff T. Why are you comparing that all-star? No, I'm I'm giving you the, the, what a, a, a star in the league is. He's not that. JB next. JB next. All star off of a team contribution. You're comparing that to Draymond. You're giving Jeff T. He got it off a team contribution. That was the best team in the league, and he made the All Star game. But did Draymond make it off Curry and Clay, or he made it off his own contributions? Because Kyle Corbin and Jeff T. made it around the Hawks' number one seed. Draymond made it because he was it. on the team with with Steph and Clay. Yes, that will get you in. Being on the top team. In the in the conference, we'll get you into a All Star game. Yes. Uh, JB, oh, on JB now. Let JB go. Let JB go. All right, bro. So first and foremost, a role player is a player that just has one singular role on the team. They don't do anything outside of that role, but that role. Draymond has multiple roles on the team. He's an emotional leader. He's their defensive heart. He can also facilitate the offense. And I don't understand, like. The dude won defensive player of the year. How many times? Exactly. And he brings the ball too. He brings the ball up. Y'all quantify it pisses me off with basketball because y'all only quantify success or value with scoring 40 points. And that's not all basketball is about. 
You have me finished. Dennis, when that's literally hold on, what talk, talk. Dennis Rodman. And you cut me. Hold on, I'm talking. You Dennis Rodman. Twice. Yeah, I'm talking. Like you said, Draymond. I'm talking. Draymond, I ain't talking. Draymond won it once. Draymond won it once. 2016. Twice. I could definitely comment in. You. Okay, but I'm talking though. But anyway, like I said, Dennis Rodman was a Hall of Famer, correct? He didn't drop 40. There's a lot of guys that have different things that they bring to the table. Draymond is a star. Whether you want to call him an all-star, whatever it, he's a star. He's nowhere near a role player. Draymond is extremely valuable. So please stop being disrespectful. I can actually call him what I want, and he's a role player to me. You said CJ McCollum was a role I player. I feel you, bro. So, I mean, how hey, valuable hey, is hey, All right, we're going around the table. We're going John and Jace. John's on you. Then we could have the outright yelling Look, like Congress. Maybe Derek has extremely high expectations for his NBA teams as a general manager and think that if you have you have to score like 30 average tennis, like I don't get this man has been on five deep all NBA defensive teams. This man has a 2007 defensive of, uh, player of the year. This man has three rings. This man has been to the all star game. I he brings the ball up. He rebounds. Last year, he had several games where he had at least 10 assists on a nobody squad. Several games. I, I count at least six or seven. So, Draymond Green is an integral part of the Warriors' success. He is the reason why Stephen Curry is able to get most of the shots that Stephen Curry gets. Literally because of screens, because of him bringing the ball up, and them running a pick-and-roll action. He is so important to their offense and their defense. I just don't see how one person like that could be a role player. Because if you take him away, they are allowing more points per game. Steph Curry is not to get the same look because no one really on that team knows how to give him screens like that. They're still young, and they don't have bigs like that. So Draymond has to be more than a role player to the Warriors' success, not just this season, but every other season that we've looked at. Like, he's so important to their, their offense, their defense, their team chemistry. Anyone like that is not a role player. Like you said, you say he's a vocal leader. What role player is a vocal leader? A role player is going to say, all right, guys, you are, like, you're a role player. I'm not listening to you if you're a role player. But Draymond obviously has leadership qualities in him, which is why people listen to him. That makes him a star. Jace, it's on you. <laughs> then cut Carter. Patrick Beverly's the emotional leader of the Clippers. Is he not a role player? You the emotional leader. Emotional, emotional leader, emotional leader automatically makes you a leader, right? So if you could be so you just it's told me he wouldn't be an emotional leader if he wasn't that. Hmm? Bro, Draymond is literally teaching these young players. No, I didn't say anything about IQ or anything. I said he's a role player. You can be a role player and still have a high IQ. You can still have basketball intelligence. He's a star, bro. He's a star. You're comparing Draymond's five final runs of We're talking about emotional leader. We're not comparing That's what I like to do. I like to pick stuff and go with it. I just say I compare emotional leaders. I didn't count rings. No, I'm saying so. You're comparing somebody who's won championships and been at this level as an emotion, emotional leader to Patrick Beverly. Even even to that, are they both extent, not emotional leaders. Because Draymond does more. Are they than both a, not emotional leaders? An emotional leader. Are they both not emotional leaders? I see your loss on this topic, so I can't uh, argue okay. with you. <laughs> um, all right, let's let's list some role players then, you guys, before we move on. Who are some role players? Josh Richardson. Uh, I remember when Kevin Kevin CJ McCullough was the role player. <laughs> CJ McCullough is no longer a role player. He's no longer a role player. He's no longer a role player. Last year. 
talking about you was a role player it. last year, but ah, mute. Are we naming some now? Yeah, name some role players because Montrez, Montrez Hero. Okay, Thomas Bryant, six man. No, Montrez is not no role player. Ooh. Yeah, I was gonna say Montrez is more like a six man type. He, he, six man is not a role. What's, yeah, is in a six man role player? Role player is important. He's a role. Six man there. That is role. I don't know. I don't know. I, I feel where y'all coming from. I mean, DJ yeah, you know Augustine. Drake, right? DJ Augustine is a role player. KCT no. is a role player. So the river is the role so, player. Um, so, wait, 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 wait. Wait, do y'all do y'all say our starters role players? Yes, the starters could be a role player. You can be a role player. Role player. Yeah. Okay. Because like I'm, I'm trying to find a clear cut definition. No, Bruce, I want I want you to give your opinion on this. My mm-hmm. opinion on the definition of a role player. Mm-hmm. Um, it's tough. It's because role players. I feel because some role players can be stars. Like Lou Will is a star, but he's definitely a role player on that team. So I kind of – I do label Draymond as a role player, but he's a star as well. What? Mm-hmm. I, could, I, I just want – because Role players can be stars. Get in there, star. And I think I think teams can have in market stars. That's fine. <laughs> in market I don't stars. think Draymond I particularly – I, I get what y'all saying. I don't disagree. And you could be an in market star like, like Don Collins. Don Collins is going to be a – Oh, go ahead. No, I was just saying, I agree with you. I, yes, role players can be stars in some regards, definitely. But Draymond is, like, he's never to me a role player. Like, he's not going to come in and say, oh, like, he didn't have an impactful game or like, or, okay, he, I can see him not having an impactful game, but I can't see him not trying. Not, that, role game. player don't mean you're not impactful because he don't impact the stat sheet, but he does impact the game. I never said he didn't impact the game. I didn't, but I he impacted more than a regular points, role player. you to being a star. I just named that they all are role players. The only star on that team to me is Steph Curry. Bro, and you got a prospect, and player. you got a prospect in James Wiseman. That's what I'm saying. If that's the case, everybody a role player. Let me ask you a question. Dude. No, no, so which... you know it's a difference between being a role player and playing a role, and then you just flat out like okay, good star. question. Right, right. To me, to me, when I say star, like a star or superstar, all star, you got the green light. That's offense. He got a score. But some role players got a. It was not just score. Uh-huh. Oh, uh, go okay. ask your question, Fabe, then JB, you go. Okay, so like to me, a star is someone no matter what team you put him on, he's gonna make an impact. Like, like, like I'm trying to like have the right like returns. No matter what team grandmother go on, he's gonna make the same impact. He does in the Warriors on any team he does. Well, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah, you have you to believe that he impact, do that? You believe you believe he can do that? Like, no, you gotta define impact the- though. You believe that the Bulls drafted Draymond like they were supposed to? Draft? You talking about draft? I'm talking about, I'm talking about this. No, well, he still has the same impact that he ha- that he's having now. That's what I'm asking. Wait, what do you mean, like? Because you said you said you could put him anywhere and he could be that impactful. I'm, I'm saying if he was on the yeah, Bulls, if you grab like, Draymond right now, he didn't make either the same impact or a big impact on any team he put him on. Bro, Draymond was a second round pick. Draymond was a second round pick, so nobody. Wait, but he's saying, but he's saying, but wait, no, no, no. I just, I couldn't see a bigger difference. Like my bad, Johnny, because like cut you off like that, but. Uh, someone drafting someone, you said drafting Draymond. That's that's no, I'm just saying, really if you stay with the team that originally picked him, which was the Bulls. You think, oh, like you're saying, like if he, you said, because I'm um, saying, you, you said to you, a star is a person that you can put on any team and they'll be, they'll have the same impact or better. I don't feel that way about but he's a but he's a star now because he developed at, at Golden State, right? You know what it's saying? The he's good in that system, which is why I said he's an but he, star and he plays his role in that system. 
But you cannot put him on any team and he'll, and he'll have the same success. I disagree. How? You don't think he can be defensive player of the year candidate anywhere he goes? I see what they're saying now. I definitely see what you're saying now. Because Draymond getting all them assists and stuff like that, Brad, if we're going to be 100% honest, it's from Clay and Curry, bro. He's getting, he's giving the ball to Clay and Curry. They're going to make the shot 40% of the time, which is a high percentage. So, bro, this is John, a new question. NBA, John, John, good question. Everybody shoot threes. John, good question. Yeah, but not that, that efficiency. You got it, Fabe. John, to the question, right? You said Draymond had 10 assist games like six or seven times last year, right? Without Clay and Steph? Yes. So, obviously, all his assists weren't from State, Steph and Clay. One game so, he had 16 assists. With without Curry, without Clay. So without that, that that notion that he can all these because Stephen Clay is, is you just got proven last year that it's not true. I think you, you can go, Jason. JB, what's nah, your? I was just saying oh. from what we were talking about, like just from stemming because like cut, this is stemming from cut from when I think when some when uh what's it called says something about Andre Godala or something like that. That one year when Andre Godala made a big impact in the finals and stuff like that. That same year, he was Draymond was doing his thing that he was doing now. But I was just saying, like, most of the stuff was like a lot of stuff stemmed from what Clay and Steph were doing, shooting the ball. Oh, yeah. All. But Andre Dollar is a role player because his role was to guard LeBron. That whole thing. Right. That was, that's the right. role. Right. I think the fact of the matter is. Curry and Clay are going to go down in history as two of the greatest shooters of all time in this sport. And because of that, and KD, and having them all on one team, Draymond is going to get the, the short end of the total ball. Like, of course, he isn't going to get that much attention. Of course, we're not going to think, oh, he's not putting up KD, Clay, and, and Curry stats. Of course, he's a role player. But that's not the reality of it, bro. Those players are just that magnificent. They're that great. So and Draymond understands. Like, I don't I'm not, think that has anything to do with it, though, because he's not that type of player. He don't, he don't, he's never... He, they don't. He would never score that many points. That's not him. Wait, That's so not him. are we giving? So I think Draymond can score that many points. I think he can score twenty five a night. No. I just Draymond's a superstar, right? All right, twenty. Draymond's a superstar, right? He just don't huh? want to. I do not. I'm not saying he, he will, but he will never try. Draymond, no. Draymond's a star, right? He went six for seven. He, he went six for seven from the three point line in the finals, right? I think he's in market star, which a lot of teams had those. You got your star on your team. The fans love it. Star able to lead his team to the playoffs, maybe second round. I wouldn't say it's not being making the playoffs don't make you a star. I feel like no, I feel like because then Devin Booker's not a starter. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Wait, what? No, he said in terms of if making the playoffs made you a star, then Devin Booker wouldn't be a star. So I don't think it, and Bradley Bill wouldn't either. And yeah, I, I think been in the playoffs. Not not since John Wall got hurt. So, real quick, before we end this topic with Bruza, I just want to point out that Kyrie is a 22-point-per-game 22 22 per game score, and John just said he believes Draymond got average 25. Wow. Just want to give y'all a little. John just got high hopes for him, but I'm I, he not doing I think that. he averaged 15 or 17 points a game, though. I think I, he can. I, I 15 or 17 if he realistic. took one look. Not I even. think um, I have 25 might be geeking for sure. Watch this. Watch this. Jace, how many points would Draymond score on you? <laughs> He'll score 20,000 on your life. Like, what you talking about? <laughs> God dang. You need a sensor button with him. <laughs> I think this, this is similar to like the, when we had the superstar conversation on here. It's just hard to define. It's never going to be agreed upon just based on how you see things, perspective. Because I do agree with Covenant. Be like, in markets, they're in market stars. Like, uh, Rudy Gobert, right. but right, 
we might not. All like, and he and makes all star games. No, 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 by the way, Ruby DeGuerre got paid the Supermax contract, which denotes you as kind of quote unquote superstar. But if we bring up, if we, somebody bring up, oh yeah, Rudy Gobert is a the best center in basketball, or he's a superstar, we'll be like, we'll laugh you out the building. So I do think in market, that, that the, in market the most assists Draymond had last year was twelve, not sixteen. But that's like, that's like that's like the Gordon Hayward effect, though. He was a star in Utah, then maybe as soon as he went to, you know, what I'm saying of course he got hurt. I posted but, in the pack chat, John. You can look at it. But as soon as he went to, you know, the Celtics, but he's playing good now. But if he went to the Celtics, you know, what I'm saying he became a role player. <laughs> Kimba. No, no, I said Gordon Hayward. Oh, yeah, that's true. He was in Market Star. And he, he was a Austin. star at Utah. He was he was that guy yeah. at Utah. And then he went there and he became a role player. Now, I mean, with, he, with Charlotte, I think he's in Market Star now. Oh, he's he, he playing better now. He's playing yeah, better he's now. Playing better now. That's what I said. But when we go to, but see, that go back to what you said. Well, I, but team, one thing, I never said Gordon Hayward was that guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that's like, um, what's brother name that was on? He was you can say Kevin too. Kevin Love. Kevin Love is a perfect example. When he was with Timberwolves, Star, in market star, all star, all that. Went to the Cavs, made a couple all star games, maybe because he played with LeBron and Kyrie. And the next thing you know, as soon as they dip, Chris Bosch, another example. Chris Bosch was the dude in Toronto. Oh, Chris oh. Bosch was all star without LeBron that one year. Indy, uh, I think it was him and D Wade. That, that he was probably that last year. He played that last year. Um, that's our NBA takeaways uh, topic. I think I didn't. That, well, let me do my, my one takeaway. You don't even know. Everybody, everybody, no, didn't go. everybody. The Clippers got the same record, so I don't understand why they gassing the Clippers for being number one now. Like they literally had the same record. Thought that was. We talking about Colin because they have a new coach and they're doing this with Ty Lue and they have new people. Both eleven and, and four. Lost. I don't understand how they people are like they're the number you one seed. Jace. Yeah. Talk about Colin Sexton's big performance. I got you on mute though. You got to unmute yourself first. Hey man, that boy Colin. I'm hey, all due respect to I mean, disrespect to mine. All right, that boy hooped on Kyrie with the Kyrie's on, put 42 on his head, five from 11 from three. That's all. Not, number two, it wasn't, on, it wasn't all on Kyrie's head, but it wasn't all on Kyrie's head. But I'm just saying, he was guarding him though. Jace, did you watch the game? Of course, I watched the game. Where <laughs> my house. What you mean? <laughs> you, be, you be wanting me to cuss, bro. You be wanting me. <laughs> I'll talk about how did you watch the game? What was your provider? Stream? Oh, all right. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Music cut. Uh, Lil Wayne free. Bill free. Kodak Black free. Last thing Trump did before he got out of office was pardoning some, uh, some rappers, some crooked businessmen, other things, over 100 pardons. But he released Lil Wayne, pardon Lil Wayne, and pardon Kodak Black. And they said Kodak Pack was released yesterday. So, uh, welcome home. Glee. 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 Mm, um, I guess so. Yeah. You got they didn't drop the uh, new music thing, but, but um, wait, I, before, you, before, before, before you go, why did Drake push back Certified Lover Boy? He didn't like it. You want to? I don't know. I, it's, I think I he's either eight. Why. He said it was because his knee injury, so... Huh? A knee injury don't hurt your voice. Hey, man, all this talk of um, Goat has flown out the window for me. <laughs> Never to be seen again. Wait, what was the question again? I'm just disappointed. I said what happened to Certified Lover Boy by Drake. I heard it. I thought you Drake can do whatever you want to do. <laughs> hey, Drake, you can do whatever you want. On what? 
it leaked like an hour or like a couple minutes, then it got deleted. Nobody saved it. I'm saying how you leak something, and nobody download it. Because it was it was a quick leak, like a imbeciles. Bro, it is Drake. How is it not safe? Like it's definitely. He recorded his house. Who leaked it? But they probably be hacking. They be hacking them. But um, he's had so many songs leaked. I'm like, I've heard like at least six songs from the album. I feel like are gonna be on the album. If they don't, I'm surprised. I heard some on Instagram live. That was like he was leaking them himself. Yeah, that uh, the one that need me or some whatever that's called. Yeah. Hold me, hold um, me. Yeah, taking me you know, for granted. I could tell. Me. Yeah, yeah that, that, that that song. That, that song is hard. You might as well drop that as a thing. The Roddy song hard too, though. The Roddy song is hard. It leaks up. The Roddy song is straight. If it's on, it's, Wait, which one? I ain't like his flow on there. It's he got a song with Roddy. Roddy. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Oh, yeah, I did yeah. hear that. I did hear that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's straight. If it's, if it's on the album, I'm not sure it's on the album, but yeah. I think it's confirmed. But if it is, it's hard. I like the Roddy verse on there. I thought you did a good job. I'm ready on Roddy to drop, too, bro. Like, it's it's about that time. You got to beat the streaks again. When the last time he dropped? 2019? Yeah, yeah he, he dropped. Uh, December 2019. They, uh, excuse me for me, anti-social. Yeah. He dropped, and then... Which was a great album. I think I think, he's, I think he I think he just he just rode the box with it, bro. There's no reason. Yeah. To Yo, he, he did smart. like all 2020. Yeah, all 2020 that was smart. Yeah. There's, no, there's, no reason, there's no reason to drop music when he's writing and hot fast. the number one song songs like, in the world. Is that was that his debut? Is that his debut album? Yeah, because Feet of the Streets Two was a mixtape, so uh, that was his right. debut album. Uh, we we uh, seen it before. I got, I got music news. I don't have too much new music, but uh, wait, wait, I'm always go. talking there. I well, we've seen it before. Uh, rappers dropped their debut album, and it's hard for them to uh, surpass it. Uh, like IEYG with My Crazy Life. Do you think Roddy Rich can make a better album than Please Excuse Me for Being Antisocial? JB says can no. Oh, uh, yeah, you go, then JB could go. Uh, I don't think so. It's like actually a very good album. He had very good features, very good. The way he put it together was good, too, if y'all heard it throughout, like from start to end. Good production. It's a very good album. I feel like I don't know. I feel like it's a hard album to top, especially he has the number one song in the world for I think with a record time or two. I think it was like a long, long time. So I can Google it. like if I'll Google it, but it was like I think it was like like oh, four or four or five months straight that was number one. So it's kind of hard to top that with the next album because then you got to top the song that comes with it too. So I, I personally think no, but I think the album would be good. I didn't make Parati though. Um, I thought you said like rappers drop that album and then it's hard to kind of release another album after that. Think about Roddy Rich though, he's been on features in 2020. So him still staying active in the music industry and like letting his bars be known uh, through just fans all over. I feel like it's still putting him in a position to drop this next album and get a lot of buzz from it. Now, would it be the same as, as Please Excuse Me Brand Antisocial? I don't think so. I think like your intro, I think most sophomore albums are better, but it does take a, a special type of rapper to create like that sophomore album that busts. And we've only seen maybe, I don't know, maybe 11 rappers out of history who have had like clear, better second album than the first one. So, you know. I know too, he did. He was on Rockstar with the baby that went crazy as well in 2020. So he I had agree. a big 2020. So it's kind of hard to top it. You know, it's, 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 it's kind of hard what he, what he said we did last year. So. I think Roddy is definitely one of the talents, most talented artists in the game right now. He got the stamp. He's from two areas in, like everybody. Like
he has like five different songs that honestly everybody knows high fashion the box uh the song with little dirt like come on bro roddy is he got the cosign he's gonna be on more features but he said he's very specific about who he works with and you just think about that from an elite artist perspective a lot of elite artists think like that and just to be like projects that you think are amazing and i do think that project is amazing but like I didn't think The Weeknd was going to have a better album than My Dear Melancholy. And then After Hours came out. And so I think that's the best project. I'm saying, like, you never know. And, of course, going through COVID and us getting out of a pandemic, I mean, we hopefully by the time he dropped his album, you know, concerts, feedback, the club, be back. That's not really my scene. But, you know, y'all boys go out here to hear Roddy Rich, man. It's going to hit different. So you will never know, but I think I think his next album would be better. He can JB, why'd better. you make a, yeah go JB? Why'd you make a face? Why'd you make a face? I don't believe Roddy Rich is the the same quality of artist as The Weeknd. Um, wow. I, I, yeah, that's wild. He's not that quality of an artist. So he hasn't um, just won the Grammy mm-hmm. and, and made three Grammy nominations. No, I'm not gonna take that uh, away. I'm not gonna take that away. Hey, 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 wait, wait, wait. Roddy Rich didn't win no Paxi. Let's let's calm down now. He didn't win no Paxi. He was nominated. He didn't win no Paxi. No deserved nomination. I rock with dude though. Roddy, Roddy hard for real. But to sit here and say like, oh, his next project gonna be better. Like we don't know that. I don't know how committed he is. I really only judge, I judge you off your first three albums, honestly. And he still has a lot to prove. I'm not going to give you, I'm not giving you nothing. Like, you had to earn it with me. But, <laughs> talk about it, Jay. Jay. but, Jay but, if, but if you put Playboy Cardi on that thing, huh? That thing will go crazy. <laughs> I mean, all three of his albums have been, have been good or great. Ooh. Cardi. Whole lot of red. Five. Whole lot of red is great. I live the classic. I live the whole lot of red is good. I say good or great. Whole lot of red is good. It's a above average, but I wouldn't say good. Hey, you see him on Jimmy Fallon? Y'all don't have me play on above average. What's <laughs> <laughs> above average? <laughs> Wait, you did that on Jimmy Fallon? I gotta go yes, watch that. He was on a ladder in the middle of a like, stage. He was like, yeah, he's hanging off of me. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. It's the concept of what he's going for. Is it rock? You understand it's music rock and how it works. It's punk. The same thing that Uzi does. Well, no. Uzi is a little bit different. Yeah, Uzi's Uzi is a little, a little bit different. A little bit way, away, a lot different. Uzi is a lot better but than Cardi. Same, I'm glad that has like been settled. It's been settled. Well, it depends on what you're listening for. No. Okay, you said the better rapper Uzi. Cool. The better music maker is Uzi. The better music maker. Like, come on, Jalen. You said you like you said you like music with a theme. And he had a whole theme on Eternal Take talking about where am I? Like, come on, Jalen. But I mean, Uzi hasn't made like a dialect. Like, come on, bro. What? What? Next, so Uzi probably got like five dialects. It's a great, it's a great album. Don't get me wrong. So, so the EA, the EA Deluxe dialect is better than the EA Deluxe. No, here's hear me out. Hear me out. I'm asking you because you say you don't have to like dialect. Let's think about let's think about replay value here. Like 
how often do you replay that that album versus Dalit? Dalit came out. I don't listen to Dalit no more. Take had thirty two songs. That's why the replay value was good. But I downloaded them different. So like I have EA with none of the features, and I have the deluxe, and it's like a sixteen what sixteen fifteen song project. First of all, I personally like eighteen and others. Others I do like self titled too, bro. I like self titled more. I feel that's his best. Yeah, I'm just so subtitle yeah, has replay value, right? No, no, no but title. I see what you're coming from. Party. It's just copy book. Yeah, I know, I know, but no, yeah, I don't, I don't replay yeah, party. Like, I don't know, that's just me, though. I feel you. I mean, you listen to Young Boy, so I get it, though. No, that's not no, not. That's not what you like, no. They came out wrong. I don't say bro. I can't even do that. You say trash? Wait, 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 everyone's just ready, ready. <laughs> Young boy is hot. I had to mute him. Can't tolerate that. Dish. You gotta, you got muted. <laughs> yeah, bro, that's, not that's out of pocket, bro. Demond thought the same <laughs> thing. Demond thought the same thing, and after living with us for a couple months. Say, hey, ah, hey, bro, man, listen, listen, you right. might gotta come in the car with me real quick, bro. <laughs> oh. Young boy, he said, come right. in the car. He said, get in the car, get in the car, and rock. Y'all. Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> look, you oh. made, you made. Look at Jay's face. You made him mad. He about to curse. He about to... <laughs> if, you, if you listen to Young Boy, if you listen to Young Boy in New Orleans, it's a definitely a different vibe. Nah, I feel bro, like you got to be right. Y'all know Fave on that Kodak. He on that Kodak better than Young Boy way. That glass Kodak album uh, trash. You want oh yeah, Kodak is you better than Young Boy. Oh, let me finish. Let me finish. What? That's not Wait, 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 wait. I just the two Florida people think Kodak better than uh. Kodak better than I didn't even say Who's talking for me? Who's talking for me? I didn't can I can I talk? <laughs> Look, I like Youngboy when he first came out, but I don't like you know what it's like, bro? When you put out so much music and it all sounds the same, I lose interest. I there's yeah. 20 songs Youngboy has that sound like GG. I keep putting 20 songs and that stuff. And it sounds just I'm like muting me, bro. I'm about to get him. I swear I'm about to get him. Stop muting me. You telling me everything that young boy comes out with sounds the same. I didn't say that. Now you're putting words in my mouth. I said it. <laughs> you, so you said it. Babe, you said it. You said it. Wait, so I, you put out I so will much say, music. young boy. Oh, go ahead. You can finish. I just want to know because I forget who I'm the. I'm oh, no, I was about to say, Young Boy has three like sounds, sure sounds he go for. He got the singing sound. He has the the uh, R.I.P. dump sound. And he might have like the the murder man music, all that. So I get what you're saying, about, but he's good in his. I feel like he's mastered his three different. Okay, sounds. let me let me let me let me, let me, let me rephrase my statement, right? Let me rephrase my statement because I was kind of beasting when I said he was trash. Okay, let me rephrase my statement. I personally do not put Young Boy. In my rotation, I listen to music. Okay, that's respectable. That's respectable. Okay, Be- for the simple fact that when he first came out, I was heavy on him. Like I, I, until until Death Call My Name is something I played every day. It's a great mixtape to me. Okay, but when I hear when I hear, huh? What's the album? That was debut album. That's why that that so far. But when I hear like slime beliefs and stuff like that, I hear similar sounds. So I rather just go with the original. So what's okay. sound like, what what sounds what sound what what song sound like all in? Did you hear top though? Did you even listen to top? Did you yeah, listen no, to top? I, I I I give him a chance. I don't I don't oh 
Like, like, I, I like Casey Talk. talk my name. It's I like not Casey a lot talk. of stuff that sounds like that that he came came out. Oh, you like Stop. Casey Talk? Uh, he listened to the radio. He listened to the club, young boy hits. Yo, Demar, 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 Demar. I don't give a what you say. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't get that. All like, I'm saying is, I don't all I'm saying is, all I'm saying is, young boy ain't never dropped no, ain't never dropped no, no flocking. That's all I'm gonna say. Huh? No flocking, literally, no flock, no flocking, literally, like a staple in black culture right now. You play that anywhere, it's you're going up if you hear no flocking. True. I, I mean, okay. and, and you whole can, and culture drop, is and He could play Skrilla too. Nah, if you play some, see, I guess that is a culture thing because if you play some of them young boy songs in Louisiana, yeah. All right. All I'm saying is, Down to Live is literally a great album. 38 Babies, man. I don't know. I think Top. I think Top might be. Top is a, a, a plus A project. It's a like, plus project. Like, I'll take like, Top and Until Death Call My Name over uh, Dying to Live. Those are being A plus projects in being my objective. Because them little, them little little pump features, so they weren't want doing for me. Yeah, it's like. Kodak be trying to put other people on. I like that. I do like pump feature on that song though. That my on the on the Molly on the Molly. Are you are you like you like pump on there? Hey, it is. I like that one song. That's the one song I got down with a little pump on it. But nah, that's a great album. That's a great album. What you say? What about painting pictures? Painting pictures is my favorite Kodak Kodak take. I like painting pictures. I like it. I like painting. You like the you like uh the one they released when he was in jail for it? Was it free bill? No uh way. yeah. No, not Israel. Really. Israel. 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 Oh yeah, that's what I mean. That's what I meant. No, not really. I mean, I I'm, I'm like, I keep, I keep it real. His best Kodak's best thing is when he's by himself. When he's when he does his own music with no features or anything like that. That's just that's where he's, you know, saying what, he to me. Faye, that boy Faye talking about institution. Talk about it, Faye. That that's. That's but I'm from Florida, so like people hear that they're like that's trash. But like I'm like you know what I'm no, saying. I like I like I understand. I like it. That's how I got I like it. Gospel, get up like that, shake back. That's yeah. Is it to me? It's a good album because like institution to me is the most diverse project. You literally have like a different Kodak each song here. You know, shake back might be one of my favorite Kodak songs. Matter of fact, that's the top five today. By the way, we're gonna do top five Kodak. Top five, no debate. Top five, top five, top five. Top five. Yeah. I think we never did that. I think we never did that. Jalen, shut up, bro. You gonna name all the radio songs? You got Skrilla. Um, (laughs) let me hop into this real quick. The um, we got new music dropping tonight. We got DJ Scheme and Juice World, Buck Fifty, Lil Skies, Unbothered, BRS Cash, Cash Only. That's the guy that sings Throat Baby. Uh, we got Duke Deuce dropping Soldier Stepping, Young Dolph dropping Rich Slave Deluxe. Um, we got Rich the Kid, Flo Millie, Flo Millie, Mulatto, and Ruby Rose. I don't know exactly what the song is. We also have Nav and Rowdy Rebel dropping a song tonight, allegedly. Um, Need that Dirk Deluxe, man. Need that Dirk Deluxe. That's still a maybe. Everybody's just waiting on them to drop it. I feel like it's going to be random. Um, and as far as news news goes, it's not really big news, but it's the only thing I found today for real. Uh, Rick, Ross, Rick Ross' son, William Roberts, lands his first two Division One scholarship offers as a freshman, and he's an offensive lineman in Miami. He played he, he play for Carroll City? Or I don't know. Probably I would. No. I mean, if I was Rick Ross, I'd be in private school. That's just me, personally. 
Oh, this is BRS Cash debut album, by the way, called Cash Only. Uh, Throw Baby will be on there, obviously, in the remix with uh, the baby and the city girls. Um, I will be li- watching that video I at midnight. We'll be watching Hanky, that video. I think my boy Hanky produced a song on there as well. Uh, shout out to my boy Hanky. Um, hmm, other news, not really relevant. We already talked about Kodak and Lil Wayne getting released. Um, speaking of Lil Pump earlier, I guess it didn't care. Lil Pump removed. We do his not face promote text. Lil Pump on this podcast, next. We don't. We Thank don't. You. I was just, you know, I'm just sharing the news. Lil um, Pimp. <laughs> yeah, Lil Skies dropped tonight. Come up and say started. something. Come up and say. Oh, and I do want to say King Von dropped. Uh, well, not King Von. P and B Rock dropped this song featuring King Von that they featured on a million dollars worth of game podcast. Uh, when I heard the snippet of that song, it was a banger. So y'all should definitely probably check that one out. Cool name for a podcast. Hmm. That's a cool name of a for a podcast. A million dollars worth of game. Yeah, that's a. Uh, damn, uh, Gilly, Gilly the King, and Gilly the Kid, and uh, I forgot his other his cousin mm. name. Y'all got y'all top yeah. fives ready. Oh, we do we I do want to shout out one song. I do want to shout out one song I've been playing on nonstop. You be on this fave because I know y'all like people from y'all. from Tampa don't really be liking people from Jacksonville and stuff or whatever. However, that works. Oh, y'all be having like little beef, but you like Spot 'em Got 'em? Yeah, no, of course. But beatbox too? Duh. Yeah, yeah that's-, that's my song right now, but I. Before the, no, like, before the TikTok, but, well, not before the TikTok. The TikTok made me go listen to it. So, no, I ain't gonna I only heard the bottom got him because of the Spoo Shiesty feature. That's where Spoo that's Shiesty. what I got. Yeah. Jalen, you love that song. You should check him out. He's from Jacksonville. Dude named Spot got him. I met the dude that uh, actually put him on, Sean Cotton, when I was at when I went to Morehouse for a seminar. Sean Cotton, uh, he wants to say Cheese Digital, one of the uh, music platforms on the Instagram that yeah. always go crazy. It's like, oh, new Spot got him too. I'm not sure if you read that. He actually got... um. I guess supposedly there's some allegations that he's um, snitched yeah. on one of his. Yeah, he said that's not true. He said allegedly. Yeah, yeah I'm not, allegedly, allegedly he. Yeah. He called Cap on it. He said it's not true. We're doing top five Kodak tomorrow. No, mine's a, mine's a top. <laughs> I'm a Florida boy for real. I really, I <laughs> top five Kodak Black songs uh, pardoned from jail from the former president. And we were to give our top five. Top five, no debating. Top five, top five, top five. Pick it up. All right. Um, just claim I am from Florida. So some of the songs y'all maybe skipped over and not here. I personally like them. Five is calling my spirit. Four is it's called um on me. I'll beg to loop it out. It's on institution. Three is can I? Two is today. And number one is six cents, which is off on Project Baby Two. Got you down, John. You got it. Yeah. Um, number five, I'm gonna go. Um, calling my spirit. Number four, I'm gonna go. No flocking. Number three, I'm gonna go. Tunnel vision. Uh, number two, I got ZZ or Z's, whatever. whatever. I don't know. What is that? Is that Z's? Is that Z's? Oh, Z's. All right, effect. All right, so that's my number two. And then number one, I definitely have Rolling Peace featuring the late and great Excess and Tasty on R.I.P. All right, Damani. Uh, I actually have two honorable mentions because I couldn't figure out which one I like more off um, Dying to Live. Calling My Spirit and ZZ both was riding on the radio when that album dropped. Um, and number five is No Flocking, like Jalen said, a little anthem, culture. Number four is Shoulda Woulda. Number three, Off the Land, Off Painted Pictures. Number two, Like That, Off Institution. And number one is Skirt, Off Heart of the Projects. 
All right, I'll go. Uh, one honorable mention, I got testimony from Don Live. Number five, Rolling Peace featuring XXX. Uh, number four, Needing Something from Don Live. Number three, No Flocking. Number two, Malcolm XXX. And number one, Skirt. Damon was looking at my list for my number one. I see what he's trying to do. Uh, Jace. Jace, Jalen, which one? I'm ready. All right. Dog. All right. I'm going to start with my honorable mentions. Um, honorable mentions start with Can I, Too Many Years, Misunderstood, Six Cents, Like That, Hollywood, There You Go. Oh, dang, bro. It's hard, bro. Uh, my number five song, Young Prodigy, just, well, snapping. Like, for real. Number four, I got trans Transgressions. Um, bro. We're just going crazy. Like, let me just keep going. Number three, Institution. Like, bruh. Beautiful song, bruh. Number two, I got No Flocking. Like I said, that's a staple in the culture. Um, play that anywhere. It's up. And my number one is In the Flesh, bruh. Hardest song, hardest Kodak song I ever heard, bruh. Like, In the Flesh goes crazy. And that concludes my top five Kodak. Uh, Jace. Uh, I got two, yeah, two honorable mentions. I got No Flocking and Calling My Spirit. Uh, number five is um Conscience for Future. Number uh four is Tunnel Vision. Uh, number seven, Institute. Ah, number uh, wait, it's three. Yeah, number three. It's institution. Number two is like that, and number one is Hollywood. Bro, it don't sound. It don't sound like you're interested. In it. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to understand though. I'm just saying, like songs like No Flocking and like stuff like that. I hear it so much being from like Florida that like it gets they don't lose value. It's just like you just you know what I'm saying. Just one of those things like. Like if y'all hear a good song, like if y'all hear like, like Tunnel Vision, right? If you when y'all when I when it hits in Atlanta in New Orleans, I already heard it a thousand times because it's on repeat the moment it drops over here. So it's like I think hey, value is just hey, we did not hmm? ask. <laughs> I, we did not ask, but what? <laughs> you a great A. All right, my top five. I, um, I have three honorable mentions. My honorable mentions are Save You off of um, Pain and Pictures, uh, Testimony and Call on My Spirit off Dying and Live. Number five, I have Six Cents off of, um, Project Baby 2. Uh, number four, I have Shake Back off Institution. Number three, I have Conscience featuring Future off of uh, Painting Pictures. Number two, I have Skirt off of Heart of the Projects. And number one, I have Gave It All I Got off of um, Little Big Pop. Oh, the step on that song. In my own bubble. I had to clip my circle up because nobody was with me when I was piped up in the box. Yeah, I had, I had, I had that. I had that in uh, the song with Boosie on mine, but I was. The song with Boosie song. hard, too. Yeah, the song with Boosie go hard, yeah. too. Come on. I'll delete the songs on my top five. No one asked. No one asked. <laughs> <laughs>
waiting for that one. <laughs> he was like, oh, yeah, I'm going to sit on this one. <laughs> like, next time I didn't say something. <laughs> you got this in his view like this? With the seven? Yeah, you changed everybody's view? No, I don't, I don't can't control y'all with y'all view. My view switched. I was like, but why is someone on the speaker? Y'all making me mad. Oh, yeah, I'm on gallery. Um, Is there any news breaking? Is that a podcast? <laughs> um... Um, oh, the Pelicans playing on TNT tonight. Say what? Pelicans playing on TNT tonight. So that's exciting. I don't. That doesn't. I play like jazz, right? You said John. Yeah. <laughs> I don't lose. Um, I the Falcons. Yeah. The Falcons filling out they they coaching staff. They hired an offensive coordinator today. They defensive coordinator today, and a wide receiver coach. Or they kept the wide receiver coach. They but they hired. They made some key acquisitions. They got. The passing coordinator from the Chicago Bears to be the new offensive coach, and I thought that was just like uh, the funniest. That, thing. Like you went and got somebody that was twenty seconds. <laughs> that ain't finna be good. <laughs> That's something to celebrate. And they, they, they new defensive coordinator is like seventy one. So can I'm curious let, to see how they gonna work it out. They let Raheem Morris go. Yeah, he on the Rams. He, he played for the, he the Rams defensive coordinator. You know, good job for him. Yeah, upgrade. Yeah, it is. Right. Upgrade. <laughs> uh, what I'm about to say, uh, I uh, we didn't talk about this. I do want to ask though, why we got here about football. Did y'all like the Falcons head coach hiring? I personally didn't. It's interesting. I don't even know what it is. Like, I don't, it's Arthur, it's Arthur, Arthur, Arthur coordinator from the Titans. Arthur Smith, the Arthur looks, from the Titans. It looks a lot like they're about to keep what they got, and rock yeah, that's what I said. That's why I don't like it. I said for them, I mean, and I'm not speaking from a Saints fans. Point of view. I'm speaking to like if I was a Falcons fan, I wouldn't be happy about staying pat. Did y'all talk about uh, Bill O'Brien going to Bama? You went to Bama? He's their OC now. Oh, y'all in here? Oh, yeah. I'm not here. I didn't. I forgot to bring it up. How do you hire? I'm not gonna call him a racist because I don't know, but I feel like he's racist. You and Let me tell you about college football, NFL football. You didn't know. There's a lot of racist people that that, but I'm saying, how you gonna be? How you gonna go coach all black people? Black quarterback Bryce Young gonna be the quarterback. Black. Um, you you hear? If you play a sport, they don't look at you that way. You know? You know? I don't like that one, Nick. I don't like that hiring, Nick. You said it's a bounce back job, bro. It's a bounce back job. He goes. Yeah, most people get the job as OC. Bama have a good year. They get a head coaching job. Exactly. Well, I think that's all the news then. Y'all, y'all didn't say if I like it or not, but me and Demond on the same page, they stand pat. So I feel like the Falcons gonna either draft the O lineman at that pick and then try to get a run back second round. I don't know what they'll go. It'll be interesting to see. They might stay packed and run it back. Who knows? I don't know. Um, but 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 bro, what is Demond <laughs> laughing at? Bro? He posted in the pack too. <laughs> um this will conclude episode 88 of the Pack Life Podcast. Thank you for tuning in. Remember to like, comment, share, and subscribe. We're available with you on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and YouTube. Follow us at Pack Life Pod or Pack Life Podcast on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter. Beside me, we got Slim Reaper. Kate, uh, Jace. I don't matter. Jace. Diagonally, we got uh, Mr. JB, who Tampa Bay Buccaneers will either be winning or losing when this comes out. Who knows? Yeah. Below me, we got my brother, Mr. Cut Carter. <laughs> Through. Also, that oh, we got. Shout out, shout out to Kamala Harris and Joe Biden one more time. I had to. 
Yeah, do that one more time. <laughs> uh, Dial so Diagon, we got uh, my cousin, Mr. DeMont. That was me. And last but not least, we got my boy, Mr. Johnny Mars. <clears throat> Yo, shout out to the Paul student loans right now. Cancel the student loans. Shout out to Kamala, for real. Shout out to Joe Biden. Oh, wow. Uh, Faye, come back to the camera. And last but not least, I got my boy, Faye. Yo, my bad, my bad. Appreciate <laughs> having me. All right, and I'm your host, Bruce Carter. Thank you for tuning in Rock With Us, episode 88, uh, two years. Derek, you're... <laughs> hey, we, we out of here, man. We, we out of here. New Pack Life.